Are you guys ready for a banger show tonight? It's about to be amazing. What's going on, everybody? This is the MSK Show, and I am your host, MSK, joined here by a brand new guy who you might be seeing on the channel more often. It just depends on if he's going to be like my dad or he's going to be kind of like my mom. My mom was in my life. My dad wasn't <laughs> in my life. So just depends on how uh, he likes being on the show. Hello, Mr. Brocko side, right? Uh, Brocko side. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. How are you uh, doing, man? What's going I'm, on, brother? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm pretty good, pretty good. So tonight, guys, we are going to be, be reviewing Thor Love and Thunder. So one of my subscribers actually asked me why I didn't like do a full spoiler review when it first dropped. Um, Because I have a really bad OCD problem. I have to do everything in order. So if I reviewed a movie with that's like the 10th one in a franchise, I would go like, well, I kind of want to give my opinions on everything else and then leading up to this one kind of. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, so we're, we're going to do a project for the MCU where I'm going to review every single movie in the MCU all the way up until wherever we're at in the MCU, probably next year. So that's what was going to end up happening. So you will get a Thor Love and Thunder movie review. It just won't be pre-recorded for quite some time because right now we're going to end up wrapping up on the Predator franchise because the Predator franchise just end up dropping their newest movie, which is a prequel to the original predator movie that stars arnold schwarzenegger called prey i'll be watching that uh later on tonight or tomorrow then i'll end up watching the gray man as well so yeah sorry about not having any movie reviews out for you guys i've been just so busy yeah, basically when you're stopping a lazy pe fuck you so uh so here's what ended up happening this is why i've been so busy why i haven't gone and did like full day of going to the movie theater so basically at my job everyone um, we had lost a good amount of people, so I ended up having to work six days. Now, since I usually have Tuesday and Wednesday off, that Tuesday, I would usually go to the movies, vlog that day, do extra content, go watch a movie, come back home and review it for you guys, just have some fun, right? Well, if I work that day, then I don't get a time to go to the movie theater because I'm going to come home and sleep. Because I, as you guys know, I work in the morning. I don't work a late shift. I, I like at a certain point at my job to get mornings, you really have to eat out our boss's ass. So I worked so uh, hard. What, what was that? Jesus. So I had, so I had to work really hard to get morning shifts, and uh, I work like six to six to two, seven to threes, eight to fours. Man, why so, do you keep putting yeah. up with that shit? It's like every time you're the one that has to do all the shit. Well, um, now that we have new people. This week coming up, I have to work six days because I called off this last Tuesday. I might be able to get this Tuesday off if I can flex my muscles a little I bit. I mean, aren't there, like, any promotions that you're playing? Like, seriously. That no, 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 no. Not, well, I'll explain. And, and with how minute. long you work at that play on the show you put up with, like, usually people do it because, like, at places, like, you work with, if you do it for long enough, then you eventually get the manager role. Well, thing, even and then you up, make around like 50000 per year at least. Well, even moving up, it's not really worth it, honestly. I've already been applying for different places, just waiting on them to hit me up. So 
Um, yeah, pr- pretty much outside of this week coming up, hopefully after this week coming up, if I can get my Tuesday and Wednesday off again, I can start giving you guys a lot more of those projects that we're doing and content that I've been trying to give to you guys. But yeah, that's been pretty much happening. But yeah, I watched Thor Love and Thunder uh, when it dropped. Obviously, I've been watching superhero movies since they've been dropping in theaters when I could afford going to the movie theaters, obviously. Back in the day, I couldn't really afford going to movie theaters. We had to buy that shit on fucking Walmart clearance sale, DVD sales for like $5 bins, actually, you know? So, yeah. Uh, now, uh, nice to meet you, man. See, you got the Christopher Nolan, Dark Knight, you know, guy in the oh, background. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. See? Fuck Sean. Dark Knight is king, you know, bastard. <laughs> um, well, no, it ain't, but I mean... <sighs> Why do we keep this guy around, actually? I don't even like know spare, who that is, so, you know. Spare body parts. I, I mean, l- listen, I, oh, oh, body, I mean, I have a few of those around, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, Um, I'm not going to be in the best mood, guys, because my eSport team just got completely destroyed. Well, That's dude, what actually, a great, dude, you have, like, a Yone, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, for the a, other team, yeah, yeah, true. A Yone, a Jace, that 180 C champ, you know, all, you know, so what's the, you know, I think it's a great idea then to just, counted it by drafting five low range uh champs you definitely can do a lot with that don't you just good. love blind picking trundle yeah. before yeah, the draft good, good job max waldo you're such a great head coach what's up kata how you doing man thor loving shit took you long enough to review this nonsense well um i did my spoiler free review of it and most people already saw my grade for I, it. I mean would you just like put this like cut this out and then make a separate video like having this add the spoiler review is that what you're gonna do or well, there will be enough time pass where it won't really matter. Honestly, okay. my my opinions won't be changing on it. If anyone's gonna like, oh yeah, uh, right, fun... you have the MCU project you're gonna do, and you're gonna yeah. Add so that like, to it. guys, fun fact, as you guys know, I gave Thor: Love and Thunder a four out of ten when I did my spoiler free review. If anyone's already watched it, um, yeah, that grade might have went down a, a just just one number, just one mm-hmm. number because oh, as right. I thought about it at work today, I was thinking because usually when I do content, but you gave I it a four. It... Yeah, I gave it. That's, that's way. That's too not high. good. That's no. That's, that's way too high. Good. It's at most like a three. Come on. That's not. Oh oh oh. This fuck. Oh, I hate this. Per, I hate this. <laughs> the fucking moose lovers, man. He's he's Canadian. He's a moose lover. Fuck. I hate this. Oh. Drives me insane. He just yells at me sometimes. He'll like DM me and just start yelling at me. I'm just like, do you know I just got home? I don't care. <laughs> do you know I have a life. Stop <laughs> replying with just saying hi. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Is this the worst MCU movie? Well, no, because that right goes to Eternals, because that movie is just pure nonsense. And this is like, this has some element of fun to it, where I was sitting there going like, you know what? I I, I laughed at a few of the jokes. You know, I, I thought some of the stuff was kind of cool. Eternals, I mm-hmm. sat there and I went, when Eternals ended, I literally sat there and went, I think I just watched the worst MCU film. Then I walked out and I was like, nope, that, nope, that, that, that is worse. That has, I don't think I read that feeling ever again. The only time I had that feeling was when I watched Throw the Dark World, Ant Man and the Wasp, and it was something else too. Oh, Incredible Hulk is also in that weird gray area too. There's really nothing good about that one with Edward Norton outside of like the part where he turns into the Hulk for the first time and then he does like the Hulk smash against Abomination. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like, there's really nothing else really good about that movie, actually. I and, I and I like phase one, but that that has to be the weakest movie out of that whole phase. That movie is really not that good. But then again, I'm pretty sure people already knew that anyway. You know, Marvel thought that along. But people factor in, Edward Norton literally tried to be <laughs> Michael Jordan on set and they got rid of him. They're like, no, we can't have that. Here's Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Jesus. Bro. No, he literally yeah. tried to be Mark. He literally tried to be Michael Jordan on set. That's the reason why you have Mark Ruffalo, because they 
He was he tried to do what Tom Cruise did on the mummy set where he tried to just take over everything. And Kevin Feige, even back mm-hmm. then with Alan Horn and Ike Perlmutter, they're like, Yeah, we cannot have that. I, I mean, can't give a guy that Edward Norton is egotistical. Like he's been ever since like fucking American yeah. History X, like thinking he's like some S-tier actor that should be control of everything. No, sorry. Like, it's one of these things where you, you want to give your actors, you know, some leeway. You know, you want to let them kind of be the driving force of a movie. But what he was trying to do, no, you, you can't give a person that much power. You give a person that much power, then it's kind of like um if you guys have ever watched like traditional sports or esports, there's this hierarchy when it comes to coaches and players. You have to listen to your superiors. That establishes a, a layer of how, how what's the best way I can really put it? There, there always just has to be this uh, structure of people who listen to superiors because there are some people who obviously have to show that they're in charge because that's the position they're in. And if you give one person too much power, then it's like a lot of bad things generally come from that. Then other people don't want to do their jobs correctly on a lot of different things. But enough about that. Time to talk to Mr. Uh, Brock Upside. How are you doing, man? Uh, before you go into reviewing this movie, tell us about your YouTube channel, actually, man. Uh, well, uh, I do uh, a lot of movie content myself, uh, mostly in the realm of uh, physical media reviews, do a lot of Blu-ray, 4K unboxings, things like that, mm-hmm. uh, do a few traditional reviews, uh, a little bit of merch hunting there too, mm-hmm. once in a while for like bigger movies like The Batman, and uh, fun fact, I just did one for Thor Love and Thunder before the movie was coming out, which is where I got a, got this bad boy at, so... Oh, shoot. This is what I got. <laughs> I ended up grabbing this in my Walmart. I don't know. It, it looked kind of cool. Oh, my God. There's a bunch, bunch, bunch of Kickstarter cans over here. I drink too much of that shit. Uh, please don't show those, like, lightsabers. I'm getting oh, this. Okay. There's the uh, one for there, There's the one for Thor, too. It lights up, guys. <laughs> nice. Yeah, mine's supposed to light up. I can be the mighty Thor. <laughs> I can be Jane Foster now. Uh, hopefully not. You don't think I can be the mighty Thor? Uh, hey, turn off. Piece of yeah, shit. Hmm. But, yeah, man, uh, I wanted to talk to you about that, too. Like, physical media seems to be in this weird area where people want to go and get it, but they still ask themselves, what's the purpose of having it? I mean, then you also have – that. what I always say to people is, like, what's the purpose of having anything? I guess if like nowadays everyone just starts questioning so much stuff, it's like you don't have to question that much stuff. If you like getting something, you just like collecting stuff, you know? Yeah, like yeah. when I like when I die, obviously, like yeah, my Yu-Gi-Oh cards aren't gonna really pretty much mean anything. Yeah, or else. if there's just like a big house fire tsunami, which is gonna happen to every place in the world. Like, well, oh yeah, just gonna go. It's, it's well, well, that went dark. Actually, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, I mean, you could say that about anything. It just, you know, depends. And yeah, also, like I people... mean, I ha- kind of have like OSDs where if I start, like, if I buy something that I'm like, oh, I need to get it all of like this collection. So I try to like move mm-hmm. away from certain things. Like I used to have like thousands of like movie DVD cases and spend just tons of money on that, and then I sold them all. And now I just try to like retaliate like that. Like my urges like collect them again by just like. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just like I, whenever I watch a film online on like for free or just at the theater, I just like and you know I have my movie review account. I just log it on there and I just pretend like that's me like adding a film to my collection. Like I don't need to go out and buy a physical thing for it. You know, just you could like yeah. try to do something like that. I mean, it's just whatever you want to do. 
for me with uh that that that's me with manga. I still have these manga books on my shelf here. This shelf is supposed to be full of more manga and more right. like stuff I like to collect. More of my people say action figures. I just call them just I just call them figures. You know, I'm gonna yeah. get more lightsabers and stuff like that. So this yeah. little shelf right here. Is I mean, what, what did you ever think of those Fungo Pop things? I actually have them. I actually have you. Uh, I, I mean, I I, I I got the idea. Then they're cool. I just I never got into them personally because I just thought it was. I kind of took too late to start trying to collect them. I only really get them for the characters I like. People have to have this knack. Yeah, Most people here. do it for just the type of show or movie they like. That's mm-hmm. what I do. I only get them for characters I like. Anything else, I kind of just don't. I'm not I mean, a I don't know. Me personally, one. I just kind of like the classic mm-hmm. bobbleheads for things more. My younger brother, he does it all for Power Rangers. I'll do it for like My Hero Academia. I'll do it for like Naruto, Bleach. Uh, now mm-hmm. I finally have lightsabers. I mean, what, what are yours uh, for, Brock? Oh, but I don't know what to call you exactly, but... Uh, you can call me Brock. People call me that. Cody, Brock Upside. Any of them mm-hmm. do, just don't call me a bitch. Uh, <laughs> well, so, uh, I don't think we... Well, whoa, that went left. <laughs> I'm just okay. kidding. I'm just uh, so yeah, I, with my pop collection, it's... Like what you said, just I only get the characters I like really want. Like, oh, this looks <laughs> really cool, immortalized in this little vinyl figure. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of like uh, Marvel and DC pops, uh, a lot of Batman ones, a few different movie ones, and some nostalgic like TV show stuff. Uh, actually, the most recent one I just picked up is the uh, it's really cool uh, Black Panther. It's, it's part of the art series. It's just it's one of the more premium figures, I guess, but just want to just like. A lot of it just does this look cool. Like, does it stand out amongst like the other really basic ones? So it's just kind of like, oh, I recognize that. And I like that. I'm gonna purchase it now, kind of thing. I had that at Walmart too. There was, you know, how like a uh, Walmart has these like anime figures for like Naruto and Dragon Ball Z right now. There was this mm-hmm. one for Sasuke, and I was like, damn, I could get this right now. You guys know what I did. I didn't get it, and then when oh. I came back, it was gone, and I was sad. I was like, "Damn, that kind of sucks." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, usually when when it comes to like those figures and stuff like that, I usually tend to just you know um, get them right then and there. But I only get them for characters I actually like. I don't just grab them for everything. But there no, are yeah. sometimes where I want to grab like the big ones with the. There's this one right now with for the for the Batman. They have this Batmobile. I want to get that one. I'm like, I, I want to get that one so bad. You mean this one? Kind of like, yeah, yeah, little things like that. Yeah, man, those things are always those things always look cool because, like, back in the day, I had a ton of just stuff for that kind of stuff. But you know, <laughs> as you move in life and things change, you kind of lose all that stuff. I don't have all, all the DVDs I ended up collecting, but I I have a few that I managed to salvage myself. The ones that I paid for back in the day with my own hard earned money. Um, but you know, that's the advent of collecting physical stuff. Then I have, well, more so over there, you know, I ended up moving. So all my stuff that you guys originally saw before is over here. I didn't get a chance to put it up yet at all because, you know, life has been crazy. But now it is time to talk about the MCU. So Thor 11 Thunder. So after we review Thor 11 Thunder, everyone, we'll just kind of just like free talk. And then that's, that's gonna be the show. All right. So, oh, where do you even start? Okay. So how about we start here? (laughs) Do we have any positives for this movie? Uh, I've got a couple of you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say this. There is the, if you guys wonder about this movie and you're probably going like, or did they do the cancer storyline for Jane Foster? Yes, they did. They did the cancer storyline and it was actually, they did take that aspect serious. I didn't feel yeah. like that was anything of jokey nature. I felt like when she said she had cancer, 
those are the few moments in the movie where it was actually taken pretty serious. Outside of that, you really don't get that unless you're talking about the first scene of the movie with Gore. Mm-hmm. It was like mm-hmm. the only three scenes. So the first scene with Gore, I, I like when the movie first started with with Gore and his daughter and the guy. Go- I was like, oh, I'm about to watch the best Thor movie ever. And then mm-hmm. it kept playing, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, damn. How how did it start so strong? And how do we end up here? <laughs> you know, with each passing film, I understand what Ner- Nerdman's point more of just these MCU films just being like stage comedy stage plays and just like having like dead bodies of your favorite characters like with strings you know instead of actually like adapting them well you know this is just the biggest example so for me there there were those were the few moments i really enjoyed because you know like if anyone tells me that mc movies can't be serious that's that that's a capping lie like literally in this movie she said she has cancer people that's not a that's not a joke yeah, like, yeah but then you see a lot of audiences joke, laugh because they thought it was a joke because they if anyone laughed at that themselves. you were a piece of shit that if you laughed at her saying you are just a piece of shit yeah but with how that film was like for 95 percent of it msk you know they thought it was like a fucking joke a lot of people <laughs> like like, those were the only three moments I could really pinpoint in my brain where it was the moment where Gore lost his daughter, um, her saying she had, not saying her saying she had cancer the positive, but I liked the way they handled those scenes in the yeah. tone where, like, you could tell, like, like I, I remember watching that very first Thor movie, and Odin was just giving his nice little monologue, the Nine Realms, and every all oh, the beautiful visual effects. You go back and look at that first Thor movie, it's actually pretty underrated. I always, like, this is the thing with me, I always liked that first Thor movie. I thought it's not like the best superhero movie ever made, anything like that. But I, yeah. I always really enjoyed that first Thor movie. I always thought that was Thor, you know, that like he was. Because the thing with Thor is that most people know the story. He's arrogant. He doesn't listen to his dad. And I was like, oh, they're gonna do that story. And long ago, they did that story. Yeah, but well, then the the, kid, the main issue with Whiteout was like so cr- heavy criticized back in the day with some others, and like the first Captain America mm-hmm. was because. They played it too safe. It was a little too generic and basic. But mm. now, they, now with all the films we've been getting and them like get going way too overboard with stuff like Love and Thunder and Eternals, now it's like everybody rewatches. So they're like, yeah, actually, I kind of like this now. So after you go from that first Thor movie all all the way to this one, because let's just scale it back a bit, right? Because this should be a monumental thing in the MCU. Thor is one of the original Avengers. That were in the 2012 Avengers film. He's the first Avenger to get a fourth movie in his franchise. That should mm-hmm. be like a really big thing, though. You know, yeah. he is going to be the only original Avenger to get his fourth movie. He will probably get a fifth movie because Chris Hensworth wants to keep playing this character. Now, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but you know, we'll have to see how it goes because Kevin Feige didn't announce a Thor five. Remember, guys, at Comic Con this year, Kevin Feige did not announce a Thor five. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's for a good reason. So then. Oh, people are gonna say, "What about Captain America?" Yes, Captain America is getting a fourth movie, but that's also not Steve Rogers. So that's a that's more of a technicality than anything actually. But Thor, only original Avenger to get a fourth movie. You think like this would be a really big thing for this character because you know Ragnarok changed people's perception of the character. So coming into this one, people were like, "Okay, I like that Ragnarok feel. Let let's keep on that tone." I think taking that tone from Ragnarok and doing it what this film did didn't really help it though i think people wanted that same tone but then when it was actually playing in reality people thought this is not really really what i want though because i think the benefit of having the ragnarok tone when it first initially hit back in 2017 was wow this is kind of this is a little different here this is kind of 
Okay, mm-hmm. I people were like, I like this, but I think that kind of tone doesn't hit the same way because if you're expecting it this time around, it's not going to hit the same way. And I also thought the jokes were a lot funnier in Ragnarok. I thought it was actually just oh, if yeah. it was going for that full comedy feel. Yeah, it was definitely Ragnarok's way funnier. I don't know like, anyone. I just don't. I just disagree with people when they said this was funnier. No, Ragnarok was way funnier. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats Bruce Banner jumping out of that ship and hitting his face to that Bryfoss. That was hilarious. Nothing beats that. Mm-hmm. That was fucking hilarious. Or the part yeah. where he throws the ball and he hits himself and he backflips over. That shit yeah. is just funny, dude. And like I, Ragnarok I Brad- was funny. Yeah, it was. And, the, you know, despite the issues with it, it was a good, like, change of tone after, like, uh, Dark mm-hmm. World and uh, other stuff after, like, they didn't know what to do really with Thor. So despite all other issues with it and, like, what they did with the villain in that as well, like, it was a good good change of pace and, you know, good mm-hmm. in other aspects. But it wasn't something they should have really stuck to long term. And I think that was the biggest mistake right. with mm-hmm. the fourth film and Taika Waititi. And I think the all, the problem here also is uh, it, it's because people wanted him to change, though. People called him boring in his first appearances. And yeah. then when they hit to Dark World, they're like, okay, this character's boring. Like, what is this guy really about? So they change it for Ragnarok because, you know, the fans thought it was boring. So it made sense to change his character. It made mm-hmm. sense. And I felt like Ragnarok's best strengths was his comedy angle. Yeah, it kind of shits on the Ragnarok storyline. It is what it is. These aren't movies are never going to be direct adaptations of complex anyway, you know, but I do feel like Ragnarok was a benefit to the character. But then in Infinity War, he goes back to that serious nature of it. Then in Endgame, he's a joke again. Then in this film, he's also a joke again. It's this weird tonal shift they consistently do with this character. But in the comic books, if you guys read certain comic books, he is pretty much the appearance that he has in this first Thor movie and the Avengers movie, that's kind of who he really is. Like he's just this brash kind of like non, not self-aware, self-aware kind of dude, Shakespearean kind of humor guy. That's, that's really who he is, honestly. But with the movies, they, they didn't realize this. That's not a tone that really resonated with people. Like, cause Thor is a character that you see in like group films where he's a character that can, I don't think solo films are his thing though. Or maybe they're just not well done. Maybe that that's just me personally. I don't know. But Brock, I'll let you go, man. Um, you had your positives. What were your positives about this movie? The very few ones that you had. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I do agree with uh, the way it handled Jane Foster's uh, cancer storyline. I think that was very well executed, especially, you know, the moments where, like, she goes back to her apartment and, like, you know, the powers go away for a second. Mm-hmm. We, we see the physical toll it's taking on her. It's like, mm-hmm. that was really well executed. Uh, I really liked Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher in general. The problem is, didn't feel like it gave him a whole lot to do, but I just really liked seeing Christian Bale just kind of, you know, play into this more mildly over the top but still scary villain. Especially that scene in the in the uh, in the cage with the children when he bites that lizard's head off or rips it off just to freak him out. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like, Christian he, Bale right there. You know he, he channels his American bloody psycho. head ripped off. <laughs> uh, and also, I love that black and white uh, action sequence when they're on that moon or right, planet that was, or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. That I was just, that. Mm-hmm. that was that good. Was, that was that good. was fucking badass. I wish that was the final battle of the movie right there. That would probably be right. Like mm-hmm. Better way. The way to they edited that up. that black and white CGI <clears throat> planet. See, that's the CGI I liked in the movie when they went to that black planet to find him and they were just fighting him on that planet. That's the best part of the film right there when they're when they're on that planet right there. Yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah, aside from that, I think this is just a movie where the humor just 
overthrows everything and it just really does not land hardly as often there's there's one joke i think i chuckled at in the theater is when he tried to go he when he tried to uh bifrost with um stormbreaker (laughs) threw him into the boat i was like okay that's actually kind of funny but then you realize like outside of that joke i think i left in anything else like Mm -hmm. like, let's just start with the characters so outside of thor i'll say this and not not gore thor or jane i'll save those for a little bit korg overstays his welcome i liked what taika watiti did with the character in ragnarok he was a cool little fun buddy guy with thor he's only mm-hmm. mcu films that give him these buddy characters usually Korg's one of the ones i've never really liked him as a buddy character i thought he was just kind of in eh. i was like what what is this really for though if you want to give thor a buddy character don't give him this character because i don't really think this character compliments him like when you have Sam and Bucky doing that whole back and forth funny thing. It, you feel there's some like actual chemistry there. Or when RDJ used to do it with Don Cheadle, it was kind of like this. You felt like this chemistry thing going on. Mm-hmm. Thor and Korg, it's like, it's like ugh. and then there's the part where his friend Sif doesn't have her arm, and they don't really pay attention to her anymore in the movie. It's like that's one of the Warriors three they gave you in the first Thor film back in 2011, her arms cut off. Taika Waititi's like, here's Sif for anyone who really cared about this fucking character anymore. Then she's just not in the movie anymore. Also Valkyrie, I think she doesn't really have a place in this movie. Like the more I think about it, the more I thought about it today when I was at work, I was like, where does Valkyrie really fit in this movie? Cause she doesn't really do anything. You know, like I, I know the big thing about her in this movie was that she's the king of Asgard, but it's like she didn't really do anything, and she's not really a king either. Because when you see her interacting with the Asgardian people now on Earth, she doesn't like really do anything. You know, like Darcy yeah. doesn't really do anything. They could they could have u- utilized Kate Dennings probably mm-hmm. better. I feel like Kate Dennings on screen. I mean, they could have done more... fantastic scenes with that aspect of her. Yeah, uh, imagine but this they guy. didn't. Jane has cancer, and they only give you one scene with her and her best friend, but you get, like, ten of them with Tessa Thompson. It's like, I would have pre- preferred more Kat, uh, Kate Dennings, Kate Dennings more um, scenes than Tessa Thompson's. I really feel like Tessa well, Thompson's just, character was just not They didn't utilize either. They didn't use lo- utilize either well. They could have... There, there's fucking many fantastic ideas they could have done with both, with, like, their characters, what they, you know, mm-hmm. what they... Uh, gave us like the groundworks with you know into the film and they did nothing basically and then now if i go to jane jane's character this might be unpopular opinion i think this is her best mcu performance actually i think this is her best one but i don't know if that's a high bar i don't know if that's a low bar the bar for that is literally like beneath the earth's core oh shit yes she was like the the worst character in the mcu in the previous like i i think this is her best movie but I don't know how to really scale that because everyone else is so much worse in comparison. And maybe that made her shine more. I, I felt like she did what I needed her to do. She came in as the supporting female character in the movie. And I feel like she did what she could. She really just did what she could because Thor's problem is they keep doing this thing with him. He's like self-aware, not self-aware, fish out of water, not fish out of water, funny, serious, not funny, super serious, not funny, maybe funny. The, the, the tonal balance with Thor is all over the place. Because in this movie, because you know, in Ragnarok, he was like kind of serious at certain moments where he wanted to really take down Hela, like the part where he got his lightning to work and he fought Hela and he really wanted to save Asgard. There's mm-hmm. really not that, like that Thor character isn't present anymore. Or the one from Infinity War, the one from Endgame, you know, like this Thor is literally just 
a non self aware, self aware dude who is kind of just oblivious to everything. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. He's just, is that even a character? Like, or is that just a, like, that's a, that's a really bland character to me, but that's just me personally. That's me personally. Yeah. What do you think, I man? Mean, I think the real problem is that it just gives, doesn't, Thor doesn't have like a journey to really go on in this mm-hmm. movie. You know, like right. every Thor movie or just pretty much almost every appearance he's had in the MCU, he had a purpose or a journey. He went through some sort of change, like, mm-hmm. you know, like Ragnarok, especially, you know, he had to learn to, you know, not rely on his hammer to, you know, save the day. Basically, he had to learn to, you know, unlock his true potential to, you know, save his people and then you know infinity war comes around and he's you know left scarred with you know half his people and he has to you know get back up fight the biggest threat ever and then oh shit you know it doesn't work so now he's gotta juggle with that you know come back up at endgame you know take him take thanos on again but uh this one it's just like just kind of feels like another adventure and that's that's about it yeah, because I like Thor has actually had a really impressive journey in the MCU. It's he's like because I know, I know they have their little trinity that they had going on. They had Iron Man, Captain America. They had Thor. Like Captain America had his journey from being in the army with Peggy Carter, and then they had Iron Man when he was a kid, and all that shit he had with his dad, and then his dad died, and he became Iron Man. But Thor, Thor had a lot of shit to go through in the MCU. So he lost his, he thought he lost his brother. <laughs> so that that was already like he thought his brother was dead. Then he got his brother back. He lost his mother. Mother got killed. Then in the next film, he lost his brother again that he thought. So two bait and switches with his brother. He loses his hammer. He loses his dad. He loses his home people. He loses his home planet. Then in the, in the next film, Thanos kills his brother, actually. He loses Heimdall. <laughs> Heimdall's been someone with him since he was born, actually. That's been like his like his like kind of like godparent, actually. Then mm-hmm. he doesn't kill Thanos, so Thanos snaps away everybody. And then he becomes depressed. Then he sees his mother in Endgame and he gets his hammers back. But then he loses them again because Cap has to put them back in their respective timelines. So also he he also lost his eye at a certain point in uh, uh, Ragnarok. And he got it back in Infinity War, but he lost his eye. He has been through yep. a lot as a character. You, you think at that point, you've had your character arc before. You know, like his, yeah. his... So that's my problem with giving Thor a fourth movie is where are you really taking his character when he's already had his journey in all these films, guys, if you look at all the stuff he's been through since his first appearance in the MCU, he's already had his journey. His story arc, I wouldn't say it's over, but the big portions of it are. So what would he be really doing now? Is he just kind of like a dude just going around just being like, yeah, my, yep, my life's kind of over. I'm just kind of just wandering around. Just kind of feels like he's just wandering aimlessly for a purpose. And then, I mean, I, the film toward the end gave him a purpose. He's going to be Gore's daughter's dad for some reason. That's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just, that's just kind of weird, you know? And then what I think is the problem throughout the movie is nothing really actually happens. Cause when you're watching this movie, you're thinking like you're getting some stuff. Right. But then when you think about it, you go like, there's really nothing going on though. It's, basically Ragnarok except extremely watered down the jokes are actually way worse there's not even really stakes when it comes to having the children capture because gore doesn't really ever like truly terrify them like 
you think an, an actual villain like that would. And I really do feel like they underutilized Christian Bale in a way. You mm. kind of feel like you could have got a little bit more out of him. Actually, it's Christian Bale. Christian Bale can play pretty crazy characters from what I hear, you know? Oh, like, yeah. that guy can definitely go the distance. So, I don't know, actually. You know, it's one of these things where, do I want more Thor movies? You can give me more movies of anything, honestly. I just want them well executed. That's all I care about. If they're well executed, yeah. I'm fine with that, you know? But, it, fuck, it's one of these things that you look back and you're like, oh, it's the thing that happened in the Jurassic Park franchise at a certain point where you really feel like this these kind of characters have just ran their course, though. I feel like this character has just kind of ran his course. Just feature him in, like, team-up movies. I think that's where his best layer comes from. And then, oh, I know there's a lot of YouTubers out there that don't really like women because you can tell through their, their talking points they're pretty sexist. Well, they killed Jane Foster, guys. She's dead. She actually dies in the film. Yeah, you know, they she'll probably, probably love that return shit. and be, like, with Either another Thor or like possibly the new one. I don't know. But either way, what those YouTubers said would happen in the film, we're wrong. This is why, you know, watch the film before fucking bitching about wokeness. Just like in No Time to Die with the one actress. Oh, she's replacing him. Yeah, because I know people are going to be like, oh my God, did Jane outshine Thor? No, it's kind of crazy to this film's credit. No, she actually doesn't outshine him. He does that himself, being peace, being not good. Thor does it upon himself not being good. Jane could just be there doing... Jane's honestly there. They utilize Jane as much as they could. She's supporting as best she could. Tessa Thompson is just kind of walking aimlessly through the film. I, a lot of super directionless in this movie. Now, maybe it was because yeah. the film had to be cut a lot. Right? Because remember, guys, this film had been cut from what two hours and 30 minutes until the final runtime that we got was an hour and 59 minutes, actually. So maybe with the time that's lost that got cut out, maybe that is the reason why it comes off like this. Because also, scenes just go so fast. There's so there's really no marination in a lot of this. Also, there, there's some really shitty stuff that happens in this movie, too. For one, I never no, the MCU reveals that Thor had Mjolnir protect Jane because he knows that Jane's a good person. So later on, she could, you know, well, later on, she figures out she can become Thor. That wasn't really the thing for me. I was like, that's typical movie shit. Something happens randomly in the past that affects the present. That didn't really trip me up. What tripped me up is Thor could just give and enchant people, which is his power. Oh, you mean Wait, the what? kids? Yeah, I was sitting there going like, uh, well, I've actually that was heard pretty convenient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying with that one, but uh, from what I've seen, some people say online, it they're saying it might be Zeus's lightning bolt that gave him the ability to do that mm, because right, that's he what because he was like, yeah. you know, it's like uh, here I diagnose you with Thor powers now, mm-hmm. so I, that that could be it. But again, I don't. It's been a while since I've read my Greek mythology, so I'm not really sure if that really lines up with anything but yeah yeah that's that's the running theory yeah, like, right he now had, he had Mjolnir and he enchanted and it was able to give all these kids powers and you're thinking to yourself like well if you could already do that why didn't you just give the parents power and take the parents with you when you went to go after when you went to go after him you know it, yeah. it's like I, I really, it's the direction of the movie is just all over the place one minute they're trying to do one thing when they're trying to do another thing but this moment's not really set up in this moment when you already move past that scene well this never really got developed at all you know and then 
there's really nothing to truly like hit you for, even when the movie first starts. Because the movie first starts, you have the Guardians there, and the Guardians are here, and you're going like, why are the Guardians here? Like, when, when, when Guardians leave, I think to myself, well, thank you, Marvel, for telling me to watch Guardians 3, because I wasn't already going to do that, you know? If you're watching this movie, you're going to watch Guardians 3. I mean, I'm, that's... That goes without saying, right? You're gonna watch Guardians three. I, I don't feel like the Guardians yeah. provided anything in this film. I don't know why they're even here. It was like, oh, cool, Thor's with the Guardians. What does that provide me? Like, oh, it's cool. It's like Cameos. that whole funny gag of them. Yeah, like that whole funny gag of them being like Thor being like kind of cooler than him for his team, and they like it. that's Marvel. Please, that's cool for like one time you do it. Doing it again, kind of just you're beating the joke in. You don't gotta do that. Actually, it's it's okay to let some jokes just be funny the one time like why is gamora you don't have drax saying that every single film now because that would obviously ruin the joke you know yeah but i'll ask you man what do you think about the bad way they kind of put the guardians in the film because yeah you, you're right you might as well do we'll just consider them cameos at that point you know because they were they were like in the movie film for like five minutes maybe yeah. actually uh i mean it was exactly what i figured it was gonna be they just show up thor would like have to part ways and then that'd be it so <laughs> i wasn't expecting anything more anything less uh so i don't, I don't really mind it you know because <laughs> you know it's because we know at that point thor was like you know hanging out with the guardians by the end of endgame so it, it makes sense they'd show up a little bit just for like a hey what's up <laughs> and then leave so it, it doesn't bother me that much but so the other other thing that I'll bring up with Gore is I don't feel like Gore gets enough scenes either. Like if this is supposed to be a really menacing villain from the Marvel comic books, he should probably appear menacing. Like when Thor was fighting him, I never got the feeling Thor was in any danger. Kind of felt like Thor was stronger than him most of the time. Because when, the, when they're fighting each other, you don't really get this feeling that he's actually in any danger. Neither, because yeah. I, I know uh, Valkyrie, she gets stabbed, but it's like... You know Valkyrie's not going to die. You know they're not going to kill her off, you know? And you know they're not going to kill Thor fighting him, you know? So yeah. it's one of these things where if I can't even feel stakes when your main hero is fighting the main villain with a supposed, like, god-killing sword, that's when we got a problem here. So I would say for the next Thor film, you gotta simply just switch directors up. It, it, it's time for a switch. I mean, they um, should have after the first. This wasn't gonna stay. Because they did Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, Ken, Ken, Kenneth Branagh for the first one. They did the director from Game of Thrones for that one episode in, in one of those seasons. Well, they, they, it's the guy who did the Many Saints of New York. Yeah, th so they did that guy. Then they did t um, Taika Waititi for these two. I think just get, get someone different. Like, you gotta, no more Taika Thor films. I know he might love this character, but Taika, uh, it's a, it's, it I, I, I mean, visually, visually, he like with the world building, he he, he kind of had it. I mean, I mean, then he kind of dropped it, but I mean, he he was good in that aspect, though. For the most part, it's just God. He, I'm sorry, and maybe if he had like a a different screenwriter doing all that work for him, I don't know. Because I I get it. They're they're thinking like you know we'll take Ragnarok's approach and we'll do it again. Well, to do Ragnarok's approach, you would actually have to go full Ragnarok. You know, Ragnarok, mm -hmm. as much people as much people don't like it, Ragnarok, despite not being like the, you, you could say the best superhero film, it went full throttle with what it was trying to do: make yeah. Thor, oh, say funny things, do do crazy shit. Like I with Ty, with Taika Waititi did with Ragnarok, 
Okay, because you look, you, you look at that film, you go, there was a lot of crazy shit in there, and it entertained you, it made you laugh, had you, you had a good time, and had its mixture of some serious moments in there. If this movie was trying to be that, well, it did a really bad job of it because I didn't. I was like, damn, this is a, this is a bad cosplay you're doing right here. This is basically what Ragnarok would be if you took every good part of it out and then there was no jokes, you know? You just get a bunch of shit. Because, you know, like there was nothing in this film that'll take away when Thor is fighting Hulk the way he is and when Thor gets his lightning and fights him, you know? When Thor, that's the thing, though. Thor has this lightning ability he can call upon, right? But then mm -hmm. in Infinity War... They say, no, you don't need that. You need a hammer to beat Thanos. Then this film just tell me he needs lightning. He can do it on his own. The point of Ragnarok was telling you as a viewer, he can do it on his own. He's strong enough. And we know Thor is strong enough. He's Thor, right? But then mm -hmm. this movie says, no, you need a hammer. Just another one. Okay. But then in this movie, he's not even weaker than the main villain. So why not just use his basic lightning power so his hammer doesn't get taken by the main villain? It's, you're sitting here going like, all this, it's, they don't know what to do with Thor's character. And I, and I think at a certain point, you get a new screenwriter and you get a new director. Because I don't think yeah. Taika Waititi is your guy anymore. I think he did a good job with Ragnarok for what it is. I don't hate Ragnarok. I think it's a little overrated. I, I I liked it for what it was, you know. But that's kind of a one-time thing. This is simply just, what is this? Because this is just, just, a, just a mess of stuff, honestly, you know. Mm -hmm. But just no direction. The tone's all off. The characters really don't go anywhere the if natalie portman is your only character in this one that goes anywhere that is a <laughs> saying something I mean, it's natalie portman that's a horrible thing <laughs> like natalie portman is the only character that actually has any development in the film and actually goes anywhere maybe maybe that's mcu i'll give neurotic some points <laughs> maybe that's some mcu points <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my god but you know that's that's just how i feel right now um but yeah yeah, that's my thing, is just keep Thor for, like, team-up movies. I think that's better. Because, like, like some Justice League members we see in, like, the Justice League animated cartoon, some of those characters can't hold movies on their own. I kind of think Martian Minotaur is that kind of character. You, I don't think he can be in a movie alone. I think he's better with other superheroes, actually. That's me personally, yeah. but maybe, maybe he can't hold the film. I, I know some of his stories, actually, but... DC adopting well stories. I don't know about that. That's a it's another can of worms to open, actually. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of how I feel about this movie. Really, um, is this the worst MCU film? The only reason why this is, isn't the worst one is because Eternals exist. <laughs> so I mean, I guess that's saying something. <laughs> you know, the worst thing a movie could do is what this film does and Jurassic World Dominion. So Jurassic World Dominion. The reason why that's one of the worst films this year for me personally. I don't speak for anyone else. I speak, I speak for myself. The reason why Dreswell Dominion is a bad movie for me is because when you have a when a movie doesn't really have a direction and it goes in like three different directions, you don't really get anywhere at all, honestly. That's why they tell you to go in one direction rather than going in three. Like mm -hmm. with Dreswell Dominion, they kept going in multiple different places in the movie, focusing on way too many characters. None of them really get ever any screen time to really shine. Same thing, same thing with this movie. They focus on way too many things and not the stuff that actually needs to be focused on. Why not focus on those gods actually not doing anything? And that, that, that's another problem with the movie, too. Gore is out to kill gods because, you know, he thinks, like, basically the sword corrupts him and, like, the gods are corrupt, right? The gods are, like, you know, not as who they should be. The movie really doesn't show you that either. They kind of show you that with Zeus, but... It, 
you kind of feel like they never really went that far with it. Like, mm-hmm. I know the MCU can put out much better movies than this. I know they can. And I don't know why Kevin Feige settles for like, okay, this guy did a really good job with this one project. Let's give him another one. It's like, no, you got to kind of evaluate why these certain angles work for Thor or even Doctor Strange. And I think, who took over for Scott Derrickson? It was Sam Raimi, right? Yeah. Sam Raimi. I think he did a good job. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I think he should get a third movie because I think he understood what really made Doctor Strange pop in that first uh, film. I, I'm actually. sorry, but it's like it, uh, this is just a Kevin Feige problem as a whole because it always needs to be the same structure. Like I'm sorry, I think Taika Waititi kind of knew that and he kind of gave up halfway through. That's why he ne- didn't really give a shit. He just found it more of like a money side project and then his other mm-hmm. films a passion project. This is just an MCU problem as a whole. Maybe he put. I'm, I can't. I, I obviously can't speak for him. Maybe he put so much effort into him. He's like, okay, he did a really good job with Ragnarok. He could probably take on another movie. It's like people need, need to factor in. Sometimes when things happen, it, it's not based around luck. I, I, I wouldn't say that. It's more like right place, right time. You kind of get the feel of what the audience wants, but I don't think this is a consistent guy you use for directing. I think he'd be a guy where, like, if your characters need like comedy bits, he's the guy you go and ask for, like, hey, how do I make this character kind of say a certain joke in Atlantis? He's the kind of guy for that. He's more well, of a creative consultant is, than a director. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well, that is what the Russos did with uh, Infinity War when they were <clears throat> when they were like writing the Guardians and stuff. They like James Gunn come in, be like, hey. Could you double check this dialogue for these guys? Make sure it fits well for them. So, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying there for sure. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Yeah, like, I, I think another aspect with Kevin Feige that I've, you know, don't understand is I, I wouldn't, it's hard to say because this might be a hot take. I wouldn't say he's become complacent, but I would say he's been more susceptible to accept not as good quality MCU films as of late. Remember, he gets to see the film when it's when when the director, you know, uh puts it all together, you know, he gets to, he gets to see the film. And Kevin Feige, I would say, uh it's okay to have directors go back and rework a movie. I mean, you're in charge, you can do that obviously. You know, mm-hmm. like you can if a movie's not up to your standards like David Zaslav, which will have a Nightwing podcast on this week we're talking about all the DC stuff, um David Zaslav literally said, if it's not up to the standards that we want to put out, we're not putting it out. You know, I think Kevin Feige should look at that statement and go, you know, why are people not really attached to our phase four? And guys, I said before, I don't hate phase four of the MCU. I still love the MCU. I still do. Phase four has been one of their more weaker phases, but I think there's room for growth with this in phase five. They can go, okay, maybe too many TV shows in a short span of time was way too much, you know, because factoring guys after WandaVision was over, I remember, we had a week break, literally a week break. Right after that, Falcon Winter Soldier. A week break. People had barely just digested WandaVision. Barely when they yeah. went, no, Mephisto. <laughs> yeah. Then a week later, Loki. Then like two weeks yeah. later, What If. And what then if, Hawkeye. Then, then, then <laughs> Spider-Man, like, Eternals, yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just a lot of too much quantity, maybe. You know, when mm-hmm. it was like phase three, we were getting, you know, three movies a year at the end yeah that was reasonable it's like you know yeah. one for spring summer and fall it's just to have a fully rounded thing but yeah i i feel like there's just too much emphasis on the disney plus shows right now because like you said right. it's like mm-hmm. oh shit another one another one another one yeah 
oh shit, there are movies too. Oh crap. They're uh, putting their focus in too many different projects. And guys, I'll say this, I still like what the MCU is doing. I because that, oh, that's yeah. what the MCU gets the benefit of doing. They built up this big universe so they can get to do like all these minor side characters you probably never even heard of, these characters that are probably not you have huge fan bases even now get big movies but the problem with why they're not hitting with certain people is you're just doing too many you gotta scale that back how about two tv shows and three movies i think that's a good fair number right there you know because yeah. guys we had wandavision falcon Winter soldier loki what if and hawkeye remember miss marvel was all supposed to be out last year in in november before hawkeye before they had to kind of, you know, yeah. change it up because of COVID. So we were going to be getting Miss Marvel in 2021 as well. So, yeah, they got to kind of scale back some of this stuff and put a lot more focus into certain mm-hmm. projects, you know, because they've been like factor in coming off Eternals and then coming to this, you're like, oof, you know, they've had some bangers and they're no way home. I've personally liked, I like Shang-Chi, you know, Black Widow was all right for me. I love Shang-Chi. Yeah. I thought Shang-Chi was good, you know, and Shang-Chi, they, they feel like they really took their time with it to understand what does this guy really need me to succeed? And they really, and I, I personally feel like they got it. They did enough of the character to go like, okay, the sequel for that one director that they're probably going to bring on, which is the same guy I can get behind this. But mm-hmm. like, like if they did a spinoff series of like Aquafina, I would have probably went like, okay, that's a yikes. No. <laughs> yeah, I like her character, but I like her with everybody else. You know, she, mm-hmm. she, she's a great ensemble character. Mm-hmm. That's a thing too, is this is kind of going off of the current discussion, but I think it's, I think they're still trying to find that right balance of like how ultimately essential is the watching for all these different Disney Plus shows. Because they have some where it's like, you know, kind of like Hawkeye, where it's like, it's not like setting up Secret Wars or anything. Just like, oh, yeah, see what Hawkeye's been up to after Endgame. You got to meet Kate Bishop and stuff. Okay, cool. Hmm. And of course, you know, we got the intro of, you know, Kingpin and Echo coming back in. So it's like, it's stuff that is relevant, but it's not like if you go see the next whatever marvel movie you're not gonna be like oh should have watched Hawkeye for that but then but then you have yeah, some more... I, I i agree there, and then where it's stuff with like the, with with the movies yeah. you go i have to watch the next one with the shows you don't have that after they're done and i think that's the issue with the shows because the shows are basically like your appetizers before you get a bigger meal you know but these appetizers aren't exactly really fulfilling i don't know if you liked wandavision but i thought it was it was it was like a it was a really fun like zeitgeist to be involved with like mm-hmm. the first ever MCU show some really well made cliffhangers and it's just it's really it's a unique concept of a show mm-hmm. just period but the more I think about it, I'm like I feel like there's just a couple of like there's like one too many cop outs in that show which mm-hmm. like you know Evan Peters oh look it's Quicksilver from the goddamn multiverse nope J K <laughs> uh, stuff like yeah. uh you know and then a couple of things like that but yeah i liked it i granted have not re-watched it since it came out because i'm like yeah fuck what i if i do another mcu marathon i'm gonna have to like the movies and then like six hours of a show then another movie it's it, it, it's going to be a little bit much at times but you know it's like i don't know it's like the quality definitely varies a little bit but 
I feel like the only show that's really felt like a TV show to me person was Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I feel like that really set out to do what it needed to do. Because with Loki, you, you, you kind of factor in, this was just basically a way to int- just introduce Kang. That's all it really was. It was supposed to introduce the multiverse that, 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 that base they're in in Loki, that place, the TVA. The TVA yeah. yeah. And you feel like it was only meant to introduce the TVA, the female Loki, and um, Kang. And I like uh, John David Washington's, uh, Jonathan Majors as Kang. He, he did oh, a great yeah. job. But people need to factor this in. If Kang wasn't in that final episode, oh man, that show would, would probably be even worse for a lot of people. I don't know how that's people's favorite show. I don't know how that's people's favorite show. That show's pretty bad, just for me personally. I can speak for myself. Um, Hawkeye. I kind of liked it. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> or, or like, what if? And and what is hard to do? Because like, then what those is last harder? two episodes definitely ruined it, just like uh, the last two episodes of many shows lately, like Miss Marvel. Like my like my thing here is the MCU. If they put out less shows and make them longer episodes, longer episode number count. Because this is this is the video I was gonna have all, all before. Uh, I'm sorry, not before. What time? We're in the fucking present day. This is a video I have coming out later on. Where I, it's a video titled "Does Disney Plus Hurt the, Hurt the MCU?" The Disney Plus MCU mm. stuff can be a benefit to them. They really can. But, yeah. but what Disney and Marvel have to understand is there is the reason why TV works the way it does for people that like watching TV is because you get more out of the seasons itself. Nowadays, it's iffy on what how many episodes count it be. But if they're going to have superhero shows, you don't got to go 22 episodes like The Flash. You know, oh, you, God, you don't got to no. do that. Do Superman and Lois, 13 episodes. Oh, sorry. There, there's are 15 episodes. 15 Precisely. episodes. Stargirl, 13 episodes. Because what it feels like with these certain shows is they have a some of them have a pretty strong start, and you're like, okay, I'll I'll get on this roller coaster with you. Then the roller coaster dips, and it, and you're like, damn, I'm going to a volcano. Oh no, I'm dead. <laughs> That's what it feels like sometimes, but it only feels that way, guys, because there's not that many episodes. There's some of these shows have like six episodes, and WandaVision and What If had nine, actually. Now, yeah. the problem here is if these shows were a bit longer in episode counts, it wouldn't feel that way that it's rushed. Now, I understand their model. We do six episodes. We get in. We get out. We're done. That works if you don't do filler episodes as much, though, because some of these filler-ish episodes kind of don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And that these wouldn't be as bad if the seasons yeah. were longer. Now, when you have Daredevil Born Again coming up, they said in 2024, that's going to have 18 episodes. I think they heard what the fans said. They're like, no, we want these shows, want these longer. So in 18 episodes, if you can't tell a good story in 18 episodes, that's You're when fucked. I got to go, okay, no more shows. If Daredevil, out of 18 episodes of that season is not good, I I probably, I'll be sitting now. That's 18 weeks of watch parties, guys. We have to sit for 18 weeks and watch this shit. 18 weeks is literally almost about three months. So uh, we, they'll probably do like that. A- They'll probably do like a two episode debut, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like I, I think that make the seasons longer because Moon Knight, that last episode, oh my goodness, that was <laughs> mega yikes. <laughs> but fairly, there was some Power Rangers shit in that fucking last episode. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, that's what are you thing. talking about? I love that last episode where just everything then suddenly ends with no climax. <laughs> Don't you just love the MCU? <laughs> Yeah, oh I I, I really like Moon Knight, but it was not the best wrap up. So I, 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 yeah, and Moon Knight had some of the best episodes 
for a Disney Plus MCU show, that episode five where, where he showed you, where they showed you how his personalities broke out. I was like, this mm. is really good. Imagine having more episodes with that. Now, that's my yeah, problem. It should have been too. like a Daredevil level of quality show. Yeah. Sure. And that's my problem with like even just from Thor, Love and Thunder, or sorry, just kind of, just kind of start with WandaVision. WandaVision all the way up to Love and Thunder with Phase Four is just not enough focus in some of this stuff. You know, it's not about the amount of output you put out it's about how many people really resonate with it kind of like what david zaslav said just a few days ago, or just yesterday which is like you could have a bunch of stuff out but if no one really resonates with it what does it really matter you know because mm-hmm. the only movies that i've seen people actually thoroughly enjoy from this phase are shang chi spider-man yeah and, <laughs> yeah yeah and people are half and half with doctor strange you know oh, they're that like, one too. yeah, yeah this one is primarily pretty hated. Eternals is pretty hated. Black Widow's not really hated nor loved. It's just not talked about. So it's it just, just came out too late. Yeah, it's just forgotten about, which is even kind of worse. Yeah. If it, and the, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was gonna say if Black Widow came out, you know, between Civil or after Civil War, but before Infinity War. And then after Endgame, when it ends, you're like, what? <laughs> so like, if we saw that, you know story where it's literally between civil war and infinity war it would have been perfect people like oh shit black widow movie then thanos is coming fuck yeah Mm -hmm. it was just not good timing with that movie i think that's just its biggest problem and that's my thing is now i kind of understand why he chose to cut it at black panther kind of forever because like I'll say this though, phase four would probably go down as one of the more weaker phases only because like the shows, because Pedro Factor and back in the day with just three phases, it's just movies straight, you know? Mm-hmm. This has shows attached to it, and that's a lot more time. Because factor in, we've watched more shows than MCU films probably at this point, right? Because we have Black Widow, Eternals, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Thor, and we have Black Panther. Oh, so that's geez. six movies, right? So yeah. you have six movies with mm-hmm. shows. You have WandaVision, Falcon. Loki, what if, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, (laughs) Miss Marvel, Marvel. She-Hulk's coming up in like a couple weeks. Eight shows, right? Holy shit, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we've had more shows than movies, and I think the shows have really kind of soured some people. Maybe they'll they'll learn from their mistakes with this batch of shows and try to switch it up for the next shows. I kind of doubt they would do that. Disney here with Marvel, switching up is kind of really hard for them, but... Well, it kind of we'll sounds see. like they are because they're giving Daredevil a longer season. They're like, yeah. if if we only do six episodes for Daredevil, there will be riots in the streets. So I think there's <laughs> this man right here will do it for you. <laughs> so, yeah, I think so I, this man I think... right here will have riots in the streets. Uh, uh, about what? <laughs> so much he checked out. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, well, which one are you talking about? Riots in the streets if they don't do what? For Daredevil, if they only had six episodes for Daredevil, would you uh, ride uh, in the streets? Uh, oh, yes. And you, well, you know, I do live in Vancouver, so, you know, that we're known for that. So, yeah, oh definitely. This man rioted for George Floyd. You can tell this guy did. Oh, my wait, goodness. Wait, what? Hello? So. Well, well um, wasn't every place in the world doing that? I mean, besides that shit, like Russia. Uh, <laughs> well, so that's kind of the last thing that I'll, I'll say. I, I just don't really know what. It's like there's no reason for any more Thor movies. There's just no more reason for them. At, at this point, it's just kind of his character's done. So basically, as this is kind of why this movie gets a little bit a little over grade for me, is they're basically gonna do Ant-Man storyline, bootleg for Thor. 
That's kind of what they're going to do for Thor is kind of give him Ant-Man's storyline of having a daughter and trying to be there for a kid. Because remember, the first film was him about recovering from being in the uh, being in jail. The second film was all about him kind of like kind of balancing out being a superhero while also being a dad. And this film is going to be, you know, in the third Ant-Man film, he's going to be he's going to probably talk to a boy and he's kind of going to like, you talking to boys now? She's like, yeah, I've been doing that since I was like probably like 15. He's like, oh, wait a minute. I was dead. (laughs) So so that's what's kind of the weird thing for me. It's like, are you really going to give Thor Ant-Man storyline? I mean, it's not exactly a storyline, but it's kind of the same shit we've already seen with him. So that's my, my thing. We're going to have, what, th- two more Thor movies? She's going to kind of grow up in the next one. She's going to be like, Dad, I kind of want to go kill people with this hammer. He's going to go like, no, don't do that. Don't, No, don't, don't do that. She's going to be a teenager. She's going to start dating boys. I want to kill this boy. He may be so mad at school. Okay, you don't, don't do that. Don't, don't you kill people. It's like, it's not going to be the same shit. You know, like, I don't know, personally. Mm, Maybe I'm just know. crazy. It might be one of those things like he just leaves her with Korg as a babysitter when he goes and fights a bad guy or something. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't we'll see, you know. But I, I, I do see what you're saying though, with like l- like I said earlier, this movie just doesn't feel like it has a real like Thor just doesn't have a whole lot of nothing to do, there's no real change. <laughs> it's more just he got to, you know, you know, be with Jane one last time. Whereas opposed to like, you know, I'm not overly well versed in like Marvel comics, but apparently like with Gore in the comics, like he makes Thor rethink everything. He like loses the lose like his worth, like his worthiness of the hammer, so like kind of walks away. That could have been an interesting path to take. So maybe next time we see Thor like in Kang Dynasty or whatever, it's like yeah. he's like <laughs> like a like a hermit in the cosmos somewhere and he's like oh hey bad guy all right i'm coming got it see that's my thing too is in this film thor and gore never really have that intellectual clash you know know, like thanos was talking to the avengers in endgame and he kind of challenged them about why he was really doing what he was doing when they almost had that battle right there before they actually fought him you didn't Mm -hmm. really get that in this movie that's when they're going like what the hell yeah you know something what's up how you doing Hanging in there. I don't like you. Uh, is this the first time she uh, Lily's been on ever? Or hi, Lily. Hi. <laughs> okay, speaking yeah. to the mic. <laughs> can they not hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can, hear, can you. hear you. Okay. Oh, they can. Okay, they can hear. Yeah. You. <laughs> so what? Uh, yeah, what? What you were saying a second ago with like, mm-hmm. like Thor and Gore, like you know, kind of challenging each other, like with that intellectual mm-hmm. game, like talking about their purpose and stuff. Um. One number one, we only saw Gore kill like one god on screen. So yeah, it's like... he's the god killer, but he only kills like one god. You're like, okay, why should I be scared? The film establishes no stakes for why yeah. I should really I, care I almost... about how he's he's there. Like, um, it's one of the problem I, I had. I have with Black Panther just a little bit because, like, with Black Panther, you know why you can't ever really fear that he's gonna get hurt because you know the suit is made of titanium, so bullets are just gonna deflect off of it. So you go like, okay, he's gonna be fine. And when he's fighting Gore throughout the movie, like I said before, he's so much stronger than him. He's actually tossing this guy around, and Gore's the god killer. So why can't you just hack this guy's head off? Just be like, hey, movie over. I'm gonna go have sex with Jane. <laughs> I'm gonna pound her up. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think hey, don't movies. don't. Don't be making fun of my Hollywood queen. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love Natalie Portman. I, I, I love. Yeah, her I don't. <laughs> I, again, I was I was clapping when wow. she died of cancer. Oh lord, Natalie <laughs> cancer. 
Oh, spoilers. She hasn't seen it yet, but we're going to fix that tomorrow. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, These are, is, don't pay attention to this guy. He's yeah. uh, actually, he's, he's, he's just insane. I'm actually Trudeau in disguise, as you can see. So, you know how, like, we have, you have those crazy homeless people that talk, that'll talk to you about, like, licking plants or eating out the sun or whatever. Yeah, that's Sean. And it, it's a mouse now. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, to be fair, I. Uh, did join a spoiler stream review and you didn't tell us in advance. Oops, but okay. Yeah, well, l- luckily for me, she doesn't care enough about spoilers. So, <laughs> I mean, I okay. think I'm good. What well, up? Uh, yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'm just going to get yeah. a drink. I was going to say, yeah, like, something they could have done with Gore is, like, almost show him, like, pulling back the curtain on the gods a bit. Say, like, these are actually all terrible creatures that you know, are just lying to you, like, straight up to your face and all that. Like, because we see that these gods, mm-hmm. the, the few that we saw are like, you know, they're kind of just a bunch of assholes. Yeah, so, you, yeah, so you're kind of getting this feeling that, wait, if he's in the right, then why should I care if they die? And that's the problem with the tone. That's the problem with how the film was established of the atmosphere of, of the whole story is, if from his point of view, he's actually right. Some of these guys are not worth shit. So if he kills them, why is that a bad thing? Yeah, but the like, film never shows you the opposite angle of actual gods that are doing their job. You know. Yeah, it's like it's like in the Batman. If Riddler didn't like leak all that info after killing the people, it's like, oh, he's just a serial killer. Okay, yeah, go get him, Batman. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like, make it public, mm-hmm. send the universe into like a downward spiral because all the gods are terrible people, and you're. Mm-hmm. Throwing off the balance of everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, in this film, they they cut out um the Peter Dinklage's character. They cut him out. Um, wait, Jeff was Goldberg's he? Character. Wait, what? What was he supposed to make an appearance? Yeah, he was the that, guy who. Oh, yeah. The scene yeah. with like the cameos were or mm-hmm. no? He was supposed to make an appearance. He's the person who helped Thor get Stormbreaker and Ragnarok. That short guy. So you mean to t- you mean to tell me they got one armed Sif to make a fucking cameo, <laughs> but couldn't get Peter Dinklage for five minutes? Neither Jeff Goldblum yeah. they had scenes with them both. Taika Waititi thought they weren't good enough to put in the film, so he just took them out. Oh, but oh, oh okay. Listen, that what the how bad that film was. Come on. Wait, which I'll one? Say this. For which one? What? No, just how bad Love and Thunder is, and you think those oh. are good enough? Oh, oh the yeah. movie we're talking about. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Charles. Ch- it's we, we we let him in. He just says some crazy well, stuff, and then we're we just talking let him about go. the film. <laughs> <and> then... <laughs> <laughs> he just comes in. He just starts going. This man just yells at me in our DMs. He's like, "Are we doing this video today?" I'm like, "You know, I'm half dead from work." He's like, "We're doing it." Oh, okay. I mean, I might. Sean be is the Sean is the Judas in our midst. <laughs> interesting just kidding we love you oh my goodness so yeah and that's my problem too is if janus had cancer for a while you you gotta let that stuff marinate and i do like how they treated that kind of seriously you gotta let that marinate that's not a that's not a thing you just kind of pass over that's what what lacks like in in shang chi when it was revealed what his dad was doing to him when he um you know uh, lost when they lost their mother when the that whole gang came over and they killed his mom and they focused on his dad kind of just being really harsh on him and he had to like, turn into this like, him, yeah. yeah you're like this is pretty good mm-hmm. this is pretty compelling with gore mm-hmm. and thor you're like or natalie or jane you're like where is you gonna go more of this you gonna 
you can't just like kick me in the balls and just leave. You gotta, you gotta keep doing <laughs> that shit, you know? Like, you're already hitting yeah. me my feels. <laughs> I just like looking at her biceps in the whole movie, so I mean, I'm good. Oh, there. yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But Nate, what's up, man? How are you doing? You, you, you wait, what? Too, you've been, you've been two white guys right now. I, I feel like you're getting into your, oh, white me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm just being me. You guys gonna have some hot fun after we got the stream? Whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> this is exactly like every female you invite on never comes back. He, he he's just, he's like this all the time. She just ripped open a bag of beef jerky. She's like, I I, I love beef shit. jerky. Actually, did you bring hey, some hey, for the rest yeah, of the class? I love those. Oh my god, me I love those. Too. <laughs> really good. Me too. But uh, no, I've a uh, I've actually been really. <laughs> She, she's going to be doing a lot of this the more shows she shows up on. She's going to be here for the next two weeks. Yeah, I'm going to be oh. the annoying one. No, yeah, you're so, okay. You, so, you were coming out swinging last time we had a show like this. She was, she was <laughs> killing that guy. I was like, yeah, let, let, let him live. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she let loves she she loves picking fights with people. Uh -huh. it, I really yeah, agree. yeah. I, I know you've been in the chat. We just like having discussion right here. I'm not all for like, no, I'm, I'm going to debate you. I, I don't care. It's the internet. I'm going to forget about this the moment I hit this in broadcast button. I don't give a shit. Yeah. This is it random did, people it, who just like, I need to win imaginary internet debates. It's like, dude, you know, I don't give a shit. So yeah. what are you trying to prove? You're not going to trophy for this. It did know? get it did get a little heated last stream. I remember that. was your that. fault. You got crazy. That was you. I couldn't fucking help it, rage. man. You're your white, white guy, guy rage. White guy rage. What are you talking about? You, you cut off that one guy on the street and you almost fought him. You were driving. <laughs> this guy's like, I'll be okay on shows. Yeah, and then I'll you blew cool. up a fucking factory like in Birds of Prey. God damn. <laughs> that movie was so bad. Oh, goodness. By, by the way, her blood, little side note, her blowing up that factory, shouldn't she, like, because she blew up Ace Chemicals, right? So, shouldn't he? Sh so theoretically, shouldn't she have like poisoned the entire fucking city when Dude, she did that? A white girl walked into a police station with a shotgun. It with was no... a beanbag launcher, technically. Yeah, with no <laughs> no live rounds of any kind. Imagine just if you walk into a police station with a fake gun. Oh my goodness, you are gonna get lit up. Okay, my guy, it's Gotham. The police don't give a fuck. That is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, they literally let let a crazy clown with makeup running around killing people. Like, they they don't. Really they have let a big standards. scary guy in a bad costume deal with yeah. their things. They don't care. No, they don't. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, I've been I've been all right. I've I mean, obviously. I've been on the road for half of the fucking day. Otherwise, I would have been here first thing. But oh, dude, you're fine. You're okay, had to ha had to go grab this one because she's been she's been dying to come down here. So okay, no problem, man. But I I'm in the See. middle of editing my 500 subscriber special right now. Oh, dude, I, right, got, man. I got a I got a nice. review for League of Super Pets coming out. Which, by the way, movie's actually pretty fucking good. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Do you think but, you're gonna do more Bollywood reviews since that gets a lot of views? I do have plans to review uh, KGF Chapter Two. Oh, you should so. invite Jaden on for that or something. Don't invite Dude, Jaden. Like I'm still getting, I'm still getting recommendations for Tollywood movies, man. <laughs> like every fucking day, I'll get a comment. Hey, you need to watch this. You need to watch that. Hey, hey why don't you check this out? Yeah, do it. It will get you tons of views. Oh, I know. For, 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 for what a guy where everyone recommends shark movies to me to watch, the direct to sci-fi ones. <laughs> Those are like. <laughs> 
Dude, yeah. you, you need to watch like Shark Exorcist or some shit. Like that. Yeah, I've been telling this guy for months, years. Oh, no, have anybody ever seen Ghost Shark? That is that is the that's one of that is top ten worst movie ever created. That movie's S- absolute garbage. Sand sharks, literal sand sharks. <laughs> you, you need to, to see. They were never avalanche. meant to be good. Shark Avalanche. I shit you I not. Mean, oh, oh yeah, your dad watched that. That is actually garbage. Those movies are like straight to uh Walmart bin liquor store trash. Like straight to the Dude, fucking. They're not even good street. enough to be in the five dollar bargain bin. All right, that they, they deserve to be. <laughs> the only place they're allowed to exist is in a garbage can on its way to the fucking junkyard, just so some homeless person can find that movie and watch it, because that's the only form of entertainment that man's ever going to get. Oh you guys seen God. Birdemic? Say what? Birdemic. That sounds amazing. Have you seen Birdemic? Oh, you haven't seen it? Exorcist. I, 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 that's you better need than to Shark watch Exorcist. That. The bars we have here of movies is not getting well, better. You need to watch Shark Exorcist. This man told me you need Shark to watch Exorcist Birdemic too, okay? It, guy, it'll change your life. This guy told me the worst, Shark but yeah. Exorcist 2 My, is going to be his most anticipated film of 2023. Yeah. This guy Let, is on drugs. Speaking of sharks, did you guys hear about uh, the Meg 2 confirmed for next year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Opening that weekend. Not, nothing like Jason Statham versus a giant fucking shark. Hey, opening weekend, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Opening weekend, that's re- that's where I'm gonna be. No, the only shark films I've seen in theaters were the sh- oh, not this? the yeah the shallows, forty seven meters down two, oh, and God. that's that's it. Actually, the only shark films I've seen in theaters actually. I like that. The the only shark movie I've seen in theaters was The Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they had naked. a shark. Little, yeah, unbi- li- little unbiased movie nerd's favorite shark movie from when he was a kid. Shark to puss. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, the only one I've seen in like theaters is probably like Shark Night, which was honestly hilariously terrible. At I least. didn't hate. I, I didn't hate Shark Night 3D for some. But reason. Uh, it, it's Not- at least hilariously terrible. Unlike the fucking shark films, Emma Shark Night 3D is a guilty pleasure. I'll say that it's not. It, it's bad, but it's not like there. There's some moments in there. There's yeah, so something at least in there. hilariously bad. Shark's that, like, Shark's that crazy white guy with the one eye who's like, it's feeding time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just feeds people to his fucking. Is there like a oh streaming God. service just for shark movies at Say this what? point? I would su- I would subscribe to that. Uh, of course one. you would. It's a really heartwarming movie. It's where a shark actually ended up um giving arms and legs to disabled people. Wait, Do you guys know about that one? A uh, shark shark movie where a shark gives arms yeah, and legs to jaws backwards. G- g- gives, <laughs> gives, oh, so that so that's the joke. <laughs> it's yep, a movie. Yeah, it's a shark that. Throws up yeah. so many people they have to open a beach. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, it's a jo- joke. I see. Jo- I, I, see okay. the, I see the viral tweet. Yeah. If you watch I thought she jaws backwards. It becomes the heartwarming story about that. Okay. I thought she was being serious for a second. That's why I was I looking at her like, I want to see that movie about? now. It's shark. Yeah, well, you see, shark films to- were so bad there would absolutely be a film like that. So I believe it. I, I could see. see I could see that happening though. It's like a heartwarming story about a shark who's trying to break the stigma that all sharks are bad, so he just gives birth to a bunch of people. Yeah, you know, no, I, I, he, I, he, he become friends with like a bunch of disabled ch- children. You know, dude, I feel like you could and teaches you, them like music and an yeah, it'll, it'll be like free Willy. You could make a shark movie out of anything. Just put shark 
in the title of any movie that you know, and you've got a whole nother weird ass yeah, shark. So you can movie. just put, have a film titled Black Shark, and it's just like MSK for an hour and a half on <laughs> his back. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's also a new shark film coming up too. It's called Black Demon. It's gonna, pro- I think, come out next year. The fuck? Oh, How many fucking shark movies are there? Well, they just made the Reef Two, which I have to watch and review later, what, later what, on. What? What? What was the title department thinking when they named that movie that? <laughs> Twelve years of shark. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you ever seen that really bad one with that one guy from Jersey Shore? Oh my goodness, Jersey Shore Shark Attack. That's one of that movie's horrible. That's actually are, bad. Are you okay? Yes. What? The, oh my god. <laughs> the Shallows was pretty she, she, good. She's just as nasty as I am. Same with my wife too. Uh, yeah, no? your pillow. Wow. Life. Okay. I, I have, I have, I have women. I mean, you do never wash your pillow, so I can believe. I don't wash my pillow today. What are you talking about? I feel like MSK is slowly just like crying on the inside. Good God! I'm sorry. God, she, she, dude, she's like Fiona, and I'm Shrek. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, I like those Shrek movies. Those are those are not horrible. Yeah, Die Shark. I, I, to me, I like, I like. <laughs> Shrek 2 over the first one. I thought it was just a much better movie. Dude, it, 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 everybody. It's a little sad when the cover for Holding Out for a Hero is better than the actual song. Like, Fairy Godmother was dropping some nukes. Fairy Godmother? That was actually a really good villain. No one gives that lady any credit. That, oh, that villain was oh, very no, good. Was. I, I thought she was much better than that fucking... Who was the villain in the first movie? It was just the dragon. Lord... L- yeah, Lord, Lord Cringe. Lord Fuckwad. Lord Fuckwad. <laughs> the guy that was a metaphor for Jeffrey Katzenberg. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I don't know. I just felt like the, the second one had better better um songs. The soundtrack's way better. The soundtrack is oh, yeah. a banger, man. Yeah. I think but the you know second the real villain is shark too. Yeah. yeah. But the- yeah, but the real villain of Shrek 2 is Simon Cowell in Far, Far Away Idol, where he just crowns himself <laughs> the winner. Oh my god. He's like, he's like, yeah, that's going to be a no from me, donkey. Yeah. Now that's a quality DVD right there, Dude, damn it. Prince, Pr- Prince Charming singing Too Sexy for My Shirt. What the fuck? I got the DVD. I could bring it up and show it to you. Oh, but I mean, the villain, like the first one, it kind of like reminds me of fucking who was the actor, like Jared Leto or whatever, and like Gladiator. <laughs> oh, fun fact! I have to watch Gladiator. Actually, you need to watch, watch fucking Gladiator. I have to watch it. Shark Gladiator. Shark <laughs> Shark Armageddon. Shark Armageddon. No. Okay, That's okay. Gotta be a thing. We could watch the one. What was that one trailer reaction I did when I first started doing them? It's about the um, air oh, sharks. The, the Sharknado. Sharknado. No, 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 no. There was this one called Air Sharks. Like yes, sharks and it was Nazi sharks in the air. Hmm? Nazi sharks, Nazi shark robots, hybrids in the air, killing people. <laughs> what? I'm going to do my thing on a minute. Oh my goodness! Oh, sky it's sharks hilarious. or something. Sky Nazi, sharks. Yeah. Nazi sharks. She just went to go say hi to my parents. Uh, <laughs> no problem. Like, like we got, like we got home and they weren't there. I guess they were out getting weed. But no, or no, I'm, I'm not gonna stop bothering Sky you Sharks. until you make a watch party for two films. MSK. The the yes. first one is Tetsuo the Iron Man, and the and the second one is Shark Exorcist. I, I'm I, not gonna stop bothering. <laughs> you. They're, they're both. Either... They're both of them are free on YouTube. You can watch well, them. 
Well, I I would much rather watch. I would much rather invite Ben Shapiro on for these shows than do that. Oh wow, damn! At least that'd be more entertaining than watching those moves. I Dude, think you'd rather do drugs with Alex Jones. Whoa, that went left. Um, Bull Shark. Oh, dude, I could have bought Bull Shark on DVD last oh, week. <laughs> I didn't mean to get you guys sidetracked from Thor: Love and Thunder. No, 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 no you're fine, fine man. Yeah, you're no, fine, man. So I saw it's good to have some little uh, I dialogue. Watch the fucking shark movies now. What the well, hell? Just, yeah, I mean, we kind of like get... reviewed the film already, anyway. So yeah, yeah. I mean, if but, you want to just give your thoughts on it, um, you know, yeah, or your rating. I mean, I mean, I have a nine-minute video about my thoughts on it. So mm-hmm. I mean. Also, came I, out I, honestly, black. I feel I feel like once again, it's one of those movies where I'm the odd man out. I liked it a lot more than the majority of people. I liked it I, in a way. I liked it better than Ragnarok. I thought Ragnarok was just very silly to the point where it just couldn't stop. And granted, this movie is still very silly like Ragnarok, but. Mm. There's, but there are moments in here where it does kind of tone it down a bit. It lets the serious moments take over. I do feel like there's a lot more emotional. There's a lot. There's a lot more emotional stakes in this movie. I, I even shed a tear towards the end, man. I mean, I I enjoyed it for what it was. I enjoyed it. Well, it's time to go around and give our uh, grades on it. We'll start with uh, Mister Movie Nerd Man. What, what was your? I forgot. You don't really give ratings like that. What was your? School well, I, 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 um, I gave it my uh, my matinee rating. You know, I didn't love it enough to own it on Blu-ray, but you know, if it was on TV, I'd sit down and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, Mr. Cole, eight twenty-four cocksucker man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I give it a three three out of ten, and that's very generous. Three out of ten. This is there. There wasn't a single funny moment throughout the whole film. I just I cried. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You, you, what? G- give me the goats. Like, give me the goats. Oh, uh, no. No. Oh, no. No, 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 no. What? <laughs> D- dude, I can't help no. it. Like, 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 dude, I, I I, can't help it. Something about that one scene where they're flying through space and they just smack into that fucking moon in the uh, the shadow realm. No, no. It's all, I, qu- I, it, it, it's all quiet and shit. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you just hear. No. No, it took me 50 <laughs> seconds with that guilt until I just wanted to take Thor's hammer and turn it into like an Earthlings <laughs> documentary. Sean wanted to make lamb chops out of the Yeah, just turn into a fucking Earthlings. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brock, Brockside, what is your rating for the film? Uh, I'm going to be a little more positive than the last guys. Uh, I'd probably give it maybe a six and a half seven i did not hate it granted i don't see myself watching it independently of my next mcu marathon i'll just be like oh another entry not a ooh, i gotta watch that because it's friday night kind of thing i mean i got a poster behind me of it so yeah, I mean, that, I got that is James, a nice poster i mean i got this fucking nice hammer so it's like you know yeah, well nice i got hammer. the You've probably seen the Doctor Strange one that every time a Marvel movie drops at my theater, they've been handing out these posters to people. Uh, so I'll, so I'll ima- posters. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll imagine so I can imagine that when Conda when uh Wakanda Forever drops in November, I'll probably get a probably get another poster. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's gonna be crazy actually. When, when when Wakanda Forever drops, if we don't get a poster or something like that, my theater's a basic poor motherfucker theater. You're uh, looking to get the film. Just so. ju- just from what I've seen. It's got potential to make the top 10. If they play it right, 
Yeah. It, it could it, also make got, a billion dollars too. People have that that first Black oh, Panther yeah. made a billion dollars with more. There's more on the line for this one now. You know, there's mm -hmm. way more. And people feel factor in the oh, director of the film was oh. also racially profiled too. So even that's gonna have a factor playing in too, man. That's wow. didn't he uh he didn't he get uh he got arrested at, outside a bank, right? I think because he, yeah, in, yeah. in that area there had been a lot of bank robberies, so the bank teller thought that was him. So they <laughs> Yeah, he had a, I remember that he had a he had a mask and a hoodie on. <laughs> now imagine the irony of that—the the director of Black Panther being racially profiled as a black guy that stole from a bank. Right. The, the world wasn't more ironic. You know why that movie's going to make money? Let's not be fake about it. Don't don't be hating K dots. It's going to make shitloads of money because it's going to pull a Fast and Furious Seven. That's what they're doing. <laughs> No, Fast don't Fast and Furious Seven did it in a great way. Yeah, what... I'm not saying it's in a great way or not. I'm just saying that's what they're doing, and people are gonna eat it up. This is the difference. Fast Seven wasn't a funeral. Black Panther Two sounds like it's gonna be a funeral. I don't think it's gonna be the whole movie though. I think it'll be a whole movie. That's gonna be a big, you know, big thing in it. I mean, yeah, my. My rating yeah. for Thor: Love and Thunder is uh, three. Watch it! Wa watch it be the the opening of the movie, and then they just my, move on. My rating for Thor: Love and Thunder three out of ten. It just I probably won't be watching this anymore again. It's kind of like a one time like, watch. Three MCU films I would say are worse, but yeah, for for me, I just it's the same thing with Jurassic World Dominion. Just too much shit going on, not enough marination with like the core aspects of it. What it could have really did good is focus on the main things that it could have been strong on and even that just kind of just falls flat for me personally yeah. now there is is this the worst mc film no that, that that still goes to eternals after i watched eternals i sat there and i went fuck i think i paid for the worst mc film Ken yeah. Buggy just shoved well, down my we, throat we, we all gave it like a four or five out of ten at the time that has aged poorly that we were being way too generous with that it shit is, that shit is like a fucking two now if we yeah go i mean what would you guys like bottom five mcu film would be for me it would be like one eternals two uh the dark world three captain marvel four this and five like ant-man and the wasp what would your guys be really <sighs> mm, eternals ant-man and the wasp dark world damn mm. what was also uh, i really didn't like it, iron man it, it, captain it, marvel it, it, captain it's marvel probably isn't there somewhere um Dark World, Incredible Hulk. Oh, that's Captain also Marvel, bad. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. Eternals. Well, I can give it a pass because there's movies that are worse than it, but Dark World, Incredible Hulk, Captain Marvel, Eternals, and then probably Ragnarok. Let's see. Yeah, because Iron Man, the reason why I, I would have Iron Man 3 over Captain Marvel is because it's just RDJ's acting that really just pushes it over the edge for that. But Iron Man 3 is also isn't good either. The only thing that really says Iron Man 3 is just RDJ's acting and him being Iron Man. That's that's really it. It's it's, it's so unfor it's so forgettable, man. If, if you go back and watch Iron Man 3, you'll know how bad it is, actually. I mean, Iron Man 3 trolls you. Captain Marvel gasses up this this thing that, oh, this movie's important. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a big part of Endgame. What is wrong with me? Oh, my God. My bad. Oh, my goodness. A Spider-Man Far From Home would be one, one of my worst ones. What? I mean, I think that's bad, but, but, but above, above. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. You like said far worst. from home. I far thought you home said. would be like on the same level as Iron Man 3. Far. Not like the worst. That'd be crazy. Far I thought home. you said, far I thought you said no way home for a second. I was like, what? 
Far From Home is the weakest of that uh, trilogy. Like, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and that's what I don't like about Ant-Man and the Wasp and Far From Home. They're just like carbon copies of their first movie, except they just kind of do things worse. And that's and that's what's worse to me, is if you're going to at least be something like your first film, but do it worse, then you might as well just do something different entirely. Then. No, with the difference with Ant-Man and the Wasp is that, I mean, it is a little bit of the same, but different. But the problem with Far From Home is that it's doing the same thing of Peter trying to be Spider-Man and coming to his own when he did that in the first movie. So well, that they, they recycle like his, you know, a a story element, like a you know, Spider-Man mm-hmm. becoming Spider-Man. It's like you already did that in your first movie. So you know well, get all, all I'll say about Ant-Man is uh get get ready for quantum mania quantum mania boys. Oh dude, she's gonna <laughs> be talking to boys in that movie. He's gonna be like know, there was a donation. Talking? Dude, imagine if Casey Who's Catherine Newton is it's beautiful. Imagine if, if she's talking to a black um you know black guy when she's a younger girl. He's like, You you're talking to boys? You're talking to boys now? Jesus she's fuck. like, Yeah, I, I talk to boys oh, now, Dad. She's like, I, uh, I, I'm oh, gone. Sandy, no, okay. Hey Sandy. Sandin, what's up, man? Not yet, not yet. I I know I have to, I have to check him out. I know I have to. I've I was at one chapter for it. But then it's been a few weeks since I checked out the newest chapters. I'm pretty much almost all the way caught up, actually. What's up, son? How you doing, man? Uh, okay, J- Jared, don't insult Morbius sweep like that. Come on. Morbius <laughs> is just as bad as this movie. But at least Morbius what? had his ju- Morbius no. is just as bad as this film, dude. No, no, I, 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 I rewatched, Morbius, I re-watched Morbius, Morbius the other day. I of your own free it. will, you rewatched Morbius. Yes. MSK, don't you sit here and gas up Morbius. Stop, please. Stop. I'm not. Morbius is not a good film. Well, it's amazing. I rewatched it because this is the time in the year where I start putting together the top 10 worst list. So oh, okay. I, I needed to see if it's really valid enough to even put it on the top 10 worst list. Yeah, you because know, I'm already I'm, I'm already building the top 10 mm-hmm. best list as well. So I have my top five. I have, I have to, I have to watch one more film that people have in their top fives. I have I have my seven right now for the top. Yeah, list. people might hate. It's it's weird with doing lists, man, because people think they're like definitive. It's like, dude, it's just my it's my opinion, you know. Uh, what did you guys give Love and Thunder? Uh, well, me and MSK rated it like a three. I believe Rock rated it like a six point five to seven. I uh, forgot what Nate rated Nate it. Nate like, gave it like I, a seven, right? I gave it a seven. Uh, what yeah, would you K-Dot give it a two? Oh, two. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. So I seen Thor: Love and Thunder again. You guys are gonna be shocked with my grade, man. I'm about to blow your minds. He's gonna give it a one. <laughs> no. So. <laughs> so my last grade of it was four out of ten, right? And after watching we the same the- grade, holy shit! No, no. And after watching the film again, and you know, looking back, and I think. I wasn't harsh enough, so two out of ten. You've been seeing this shit. Two out of ten. <laughs> For what film? Life is good, but it can be better. Thor: Love and I still haven't watched Morbius. But you still Love haven't watched Morbius? Nah, I'm not giving. I, I'm not. I'm not paying you, for it, and you, I'm not watching you, it for free. I'm not. You said it's Morbin time. 
Dude, I, I will send you a digital copy just so you can watch it. If you're not going to watch it to review it, at least watch it to laugh at it. Because it's probably, if it's not considered a bad movie, it's one of the best comedies of the year. <laughs> you know, looking back at that Matt, I forgot the guy who did the who, who did the Tobey Maguire dance. That dance is going to be remembered forever. Just that yeah, dance alone. That, that. Do not compare that dance to the token. You know it's going to be the Gen Z's Tobey Maguire <laughs> don't, don't, uh, meme don't, dance. Don't, don't be comparing that dance to having sex. Having ha sex. Having sex. <laughs> bro, he was getting all – bro, he had he had some nice abs. His He, Matt, he was look, looking sexy in that, in that scene, man. He was looking good. Sex. <laughs> the fuck are you watching? Perfect. I feel She's like K does that dance every single moment before he goes to work. I feel like he does that. I do I the like... McGuire dance. I do a real dance, real man. A dance. real dance. Oh my goodness. Yes, Valdez. That's the best movie of the year. Jurassic World Dominion out here saving lives. <laughs> we we don't even want to go down the rabbit hole of garbage that I've that... fucking seen this year. Oh my god. You know what's like, like what would be the top two worst modern movies? I've seen in the last four years. Previous. <laughs> oh, 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 I was gonna. That's Let's number three. Oh, no, oh, well, um, no, B B BVS was there. I was gonna say top three was B BVS. That Predator film from 2018. That has to be one of the worst modern day films ever made. That is like almost how you kill franchises right there. Are, are, are you talking about the one that uh, Shane Black did? Yeah, that one is. Okay. I just watched it like a few weeks ago. That movie is so fucking bad. Hellboy, Hellboy, twenty nineteen. That's a butcher. Oh, well, I never watched any Hellboy films, so I, I can't, I can't comment on any of those films. You, you only need the ones with Ron Perlman. Yeah, okay. and then I would say, yeah, Jurassic World Dominion, BVS, um, La I was gonna write a Skywalker. I'll say Rise of Skywalker, BVS, uh, that too. You can include Jurassic World Dominion, Predator twenty eighteen. And another film, like almost, that's all franchise suicide. It's so fucking bad. Every single one of the Fifty Shades of Dog Shit movies. Oh, oh, the Netflix ones, right? Those are guilty pleasures. Oh, are you talking about 365 Days? Oh, yeah. Fuck oh. that shit, too. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I am Fifty Shades Lighter. This is <laughs> he, he, he's. It's a reverse... Uh, metamorphosis he's getting lighter with every stream oh but that's what they i think the third movie is called 50 shades darker oh uh, no that's the second movie the third one is freed i think is what it's called 50 mm -hmm. shades freed oh. 50 shades Darker. 50 shades donation oh 50 thank you sonny title which character do you like more todoroki or bakugo i like todoroki more i thought his character was much more compelling <laughs> storyline too for me it was always team todoroki also todoroki gets even more in the manga too, but people have only watched a certain point until the anime, so they have only seen a certain part of him, you know. But in, but the, anime, but in the anime, all right, he's probably getting good treatment in the manga, but the anime keeps cutting him. Totally. Yeah, that's the thing, and it does a bad job of that. Ugh, God. Boy, how accurate is the anime to the manga? That's the thing. They're pretty similar. They're 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 pretty close. I mean, like for clip for clip, panel panel, like how accurate. See, see that I don't know. I I, I would say about eighty-ish percent. I'll say it, it's pretty. It, it's pretty. Cool. Oh. But, but season five, I heard, is not exactly like accurate. I haven't watched season five yet, so I gotta get down what, to that. What? Why are you watching this shit next to me? What the hell the, is wrong with you? <laughs> she might as well be. <laughs> watching She's watching Springer no. or something. She's watching. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's it's... watching Morbius, the best film of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd oh, rather shit. watch Morbius than this. Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But you know, concluding concluding this this film, this is the 29th MCU film. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is coming up. They dropped a trailer for it. I mean, I'll watch it. I mean, I'll watch it opening weekend, like I do for all these films. This wraps up Phase Four. I think a lot of people don't like Phase Four as much. I mean, this is probably go, going to go down as the weakest phase, but I don't know. It's I don't just, know. It's just as like I was talking about this on the stream with Jaded and Chillmonger on this Thursday running questions. Mm-hmm. It's just weird to me that they're ending this phase. Fuck off, about this. <laughs> it, it's just weird that they're ending with Black Panther four, but like in, in the first phase, they ended with Avengers one. They made it clear what team they're setting up, who's going to mm-hmm. be the heavy hitters, who's going to be leading, like who should we focus on the most? You know, mm-hmm. that's what we liked about phase one, two, sure. three. At least it was a focus. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. They're they letting the black man in this phase <laughs> off on a high note. You know, go woke, go broke, right? You know, no, hey, okay, whatever. <laughs> but look, <laughs> let's say let's say if the leak, all right, because that right. way, if Black Panther actually is good, they they Marvel could say the black man saved the MCU. We can literally say that. I can say that finally. The black man saved Kevin Feige's ass. We can finally put out those, those narratives. Well, I, I didn't want to bring this up. So supposedly, Doctor Doom might be in Black Panther, uh, Black Panther suit, right? Yeah, yeah because Fantastic so, Four starts Phase Six. So. This is my thing. In phase one, they introduced Thanos at the end, right? He's the big bad. Yeah. But Kang, but this is the multiverse fate saga, and Kang is the big bad. It's kind of weird that they're introducing another big bad at this moment. Maybe they want to do like both Doctor Doom and Kang is gonna to work together on something, do something different. You know, there's two well bad Doctor Doom betrays him. I don't know, but you also got to think about Secret Wars coming out because, you know, yeah, Doctor yeah. Doom has a very big role to play in the Secret Wars comic books. So, got God Emperor Doom. Like, holy shit. <laughs> well, because uh, Secret Wars comes out phase five. Yeah, that's phase five. I feel like, I feel like that's, that's, I don't think they're going to do it the way the comic did it. They, I mean, like, they didn't do they they didn't do the Infinity Saga entirely like the Infinity War comics. So, well, I mean, because Secret Wars are calling it a Avengers story, and that's not an Avengers story. That's a Marvel Universe story. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it, it could be on a smaller scale, kind of like how Civil War was. Because I mean, the Civil yeah. War comic book is much bigger in Civil scale War compared actually, to the movie. Yeah, it's crazy. Like knowing how big the Civil War event in Marvel actually was, and how it panned out for the comic books. Like when you look at the movie, you go, they kind of did pretty well with what they were actually given. Because put factor in, there's that four clone in the comic books. There's Hulkling who can shape shift. Uh, that's when yeah. Spider Man gets his Iron yeah. Spider suit. Is in that because Tony Stark gives it to him. Well, you isn't know? isn't Secret Wars like more like multiverse tied to? Yeah, it is. Secret Wars. That's why I say it's much big. I Civil War they did they did have to cut. But, the, but, but this is the problem though. This is the but problem Secret with Secret Wars. Wars. So is Secret bigger. Wars as a story, even from what the creator of the story said, it is kind of rushed. So I so the movie actually has more time to expand the story because in Secret Wars the biggest key points are where does the black suit for Spider Man come from? Actually, I and mean, we just got the symbiote in Spider Man Three with No Way Home, right? That Tom Holland Spider Man Three. Then in Secret Wars you have the Living Tribunal. That's gonna be in, that you know is in that story. I don't think the MC would, would, would go that far with, with the Living Tribunal. That's that's pretty far. Bro, 
I'm I gonna. Know, man. I I want to do something a little fun because me and my uncles had this discussion a few months ago. Because one of the bigger characters that is, you know, mainly at the front of the Secret War story is the Beyonder. Who would yeah. you got? Who would you guys cast as the Beyonder? Would you cast like a very serious actor to play him seriously? <laughs> or would you cast somebody like Adam Sandler and just make him a fucking joke or something? <laughs> Adam Sandler actually probably would be the. Hmm. Wait, 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 for what character? The Beyonder. Uh, well, I, I mean, are you saying Adam Sandler sarcastically or? No, I'm saying if they did go the Beyonder route, do you think Marvel would treat him like a joke and cast somebody like that, or would they cast someone uh, well, like cast someone like Vigo Morrison and have him be a more serious character? Well, well here, well, here's the thing. Uh, I mean, again, uh, if it's horribly directed like the MCU, then it would just be a giant joke. But I mean, with the right direction, he's an amazing actor and actually good at comedy. So if they want it, so unironically, that wouldn't be a bad choice at all, Adam Sandler. But they you wanted know, to go a less not a non-serious route, as you said. MSK, share my screen. This beyond it most so, of her look, look like. So it depends like what stage of Adam Sandler are we talking yeah, about? The remember, shitty comedy um, Adam Sandler or I, I remember the yeah. Spider-Man the animated series when they did yeah. their multiversal arc, they did the Living Tribunal. Yeah, they, they did do a version of Secret Wars in that show where yeah. he, he, he did kind of show up. Ooh. Yeah, that, that that's my thing with Secret Wars is Secret Wars actually has a big amount of implications for how it could actually end for it set things up. Because right after Secret Wars, remember guys, the next movie is Fantastic Four. Hey, Doctor Doom, two and two together. Hey, Kevin Feige, mastermind genius up here actually. Mm. Dude, this guy looks like some evil sinister CEO type. Some Elon <laughs> Musk type of dude. Uh, so you cast Mark, Elon Musk? Mark Zuckerberg type of individual. Yeah, he cast a, cast a young Latin CEO, Luis. <laughs> he looked he looked Hispanic. I cast this man dude main and cast a dude named Luis. <laughs> oh, also in Ant-Man 3, they're gonna introduce Modoc, actually. That design looked garbage, bro. Yeah, there's, it looked there, pretty bad there, actually. It, it Wait, was is, someone said that was fan art of what they saw in a if that's fan, if that's what they're mm, I shared I don't know why they're afraid to show his design, man. Just show his ugly face with the yellow teeth. Just show it. Stop being scared of it. I shared a, a piece of concept art in uh, the Twitter chat earlier today of uh, originally, I guess this is what Gore the God Butcher was going to look like. <laughs> oh, that that one where he's wearing the mm -hmm. armor? He looks more comic accurate. Yeah, that, that, that design was tight. No, no, no. Uh, Valdez, Fantastic Four starts Phase 6. Secret Wars is the final film of Phase 5. So you can have that right there with Doctor Doom. I don't know who would play Doctor Doom, but this thing, I know Doctor Doom is like one of the most popular Marvel villains. I, I thought about this. Him, actually. Honestly, personally, if I was going to pick somebody just from a presence standpoint and an acting standpoint, you know, someone who I think could pull it off, I'd cast Vigo Morrison as fucking Dr. Doom. He played, uh, oh, he played, uh, what's played, uh, moment in Smallville? He played Aragorn in uh, Lord of the Rings. My favorite moment in Smallville, holy shit. Yeah, oh, there's so many, man. I, I, couldn't possibly pick one. Oh, the moment when Clark and Lana have sex. That's probably one of my favorite moments, actually. Uh -huh. uh, I like the part when uh, Christopher Reeves comes up in the wheelchair, you know? 
Oh, that was like, pretty cool too. There's brothers. I, I took my son and I told you about Smallville. Smallville is a great show to just binge all the way through. Except uh, the, uh, the only week, the weakest season to me is the one with Doomsday. I think that's my least favorite season, but most of the seasons I was cool with. Yeah, um, that was that was really weird. My. That Doomsday looked ugly as fuck. If you go ahead and look at that shit, that shit looked derpy. That he was so ugly. And then Clark killed him just by throwing him into a nuclear plant. I was like, I what mean, in the fuck? I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that Starkiller's playing him, but other than that, yeah, he was trash. Oh, the, Zod, <laughs> the General Zod in Smallville was amazing. He was portrayed by um, Callum Bloom. Such a great job. Such a great job, actually. My favorite moment was the part, was the sequence when Clark fights that Kryptonian on that in that cage match. Oh yeah, I like that. That's good. Right there. Look how short also, this this person is. Was she like five five? How how tall are you? I forgot. I'm four eleven. She's four eleven. <laughs> what? Yeah, he said he's six feet. So okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, four eleven. Yep. Also, Michael Rosenbaum was always one of my favorite parts of Smallville. What a, that's the best Lex Luthor to me. That's the best live action Lex Luthor ever, man. That guy did such a good job. Also, they had Laura Vandervue. She was a great Supergirl too. When they should give her, they give her moments. Actually, oh, they they actually had a not black uh, uh, Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> Bro, oh my god! Supergirl uh, uh, a black Jimmy Olsen. That's that's you, ridiculous. You forgot the best part of that show. It's when Ezra Miller breaks through the fabric of the multiverse and kills the <laughs> shit out of everybody, and then runs the fuck off. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, but if you guys. Want to come by Tuesday for our DC discussion? Tuesday was gonna we're gonna go over all that DC stuff. Now, if anyone, if there's anything why, to go over, because oh, there's Warner a Brothers is racing it all. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I have all my videos out about it, so you guys want to see my videos on it? Emo's watching. They're they're out. Um, but there is a lot of shit. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, hey, I was all right. So. I was looking at someone released a trailer or something with the test screening ratings, and literally Batgirl had the same rating as Batgirl as uh, Black Adam and Shazam too. It also had the same so, rating as the first It movie too. Yeah, so so look, I guess by that logic, Batgirl must suck then, right? I'm just that first It movie must have sucked. Then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. These ratings don't make sense because the last time I seen, well, no, I'm not saying the ratings don't make sense, but people's perception mm-hmm. of these ratings do not make sense. Because if it te- right, I'm not saying it's as good as it, but if it tested as good as it, I mean, it says something. Well, J- yeah. Jared said Ezra shows up and yells, "Martha!" Ezra needs to like <laughs> act, 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 actually go to yeah. get a brain. He needs a brain. He needs to go back into the multiverse and the speed force. Whatever the fuck he's in, dude. Get a they brain. need they need to put him back in whatever teleportation device that he came out of and reverse that shit immediately <laughs> here's the thing I'll, I'll give you guys, i'll give you guys a little tidbit of what we'll talk about on tuesday about batgirl i'll say this it, it, it's a double-edged sword because you factor in the dc movies have been real like as of recently i think people don't give this narrative enough credit you guys know i feel about narratives people always throw out shitty narratives i think the dc movies as of late have been turning around for a lot of people. You look at movies like I'll, I'll just go from Aquaman, just Aquaman. <clears throat> people liked Aquaman. I like Aquaman. I like it a lot. 2019. Yeah. You had Shazam. A lot of people like Shazam. A lot of people like Joker. Uh, twenty twenty is the year people go like, okay, Birds of Prey, Warner eighty four. That's kind of the bad year. Zack Snyder's Justice League. I don't like Zack Snyder's movies all that much, but a lot of people did like Zack Snyder's Justice League. 
the Batman. A lot of people like the Batman. A lot of people like the Suicide Squad. Their movies, as of recently, have uh-huh. been pretty much well-liked. But the mm-hmm. problem is cohesive connectivity of it really fucks it up, you know? they. Well, I think recently yeah, they've been putting I mean, out some bangers, actually. The, the biggest problem was the features, but the quality of the movies itself, like Aquaman, Joker, Bat, the Batman. Yeah. The Jackson, nah, Jackson, I don't really was fucking but, Jackson. Well, it was well-received by a lot of people. Yeah, it was yeah. well-received by a lot of people. The, the real judge, it, the real judge is Wonder Woman eighty four and Birds of Prey. So he, Walter Mata had only two duds under his belt. But other than that, other than that, looking at Joker and Aquaman especially making a billion, that's 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 a big thing. Mm-hmm. That's something the other DCU movies. I, I think people just just don't give that enough credit. And I understand they want to connect it with Batman and Superman. I get it. But if you look at their recent track record in these last four years. They've did a really good job. I think they've did a massively good job of turning around that narrative. Oh, uh, the Suicide Squad also was received well too. Yeah, the Suicide Squad. I, I, I think I mentioned that. I think I did. It also received very. I love the Suicide Squad. Amazing film right there. I, I truly think if anyone's watching this, I really think, and I mentioned this in my videos too. DC did a massively good job of turning around their bad movie narrative. There's only been yeah. they've only really put out two bad movies in the last what, I, four years. Man, I, I can't get over John Cena's Peacemaker. If this entire <laughs> beach was if this entire beach was full of dicks, I would eat every single one of them. <laughs> also, we can't forget Peacemaker, well received by a lot of people. They love that shit. They ate it up season two. Yeah, it's more well received than probably like what any MCU series that's right. been released. Mm-hmm. What is it that John Cena said to the Justice League at the end of Peacemaker when they showed up? You're late, you fucking dickheads. (laughs) (laughs) And that's my... But but you look at all that, and and you go, you know, if this kind of was in a connected universe, this would kind of mean a lot more. We'll have to see how it goes. And this thing, though, if they put out Bad Girl, and it is bad, that would kind of tarnish what they have been doing good for the last four years. But if Bad Girl turned out well, but and it, it gained a lot of money in the box office. Like, it, it doesn't wait, wait, matter wait. if you just separate it from, like, just say we're releasing this, you know, just because it's yeah, finished, agree, yeah. but mm-hmm. just it, it's not a part of anything. It's just so mm-hmm. it exists, you know, so Market it's not it, just Market shelled. It. Because remember, they've been putting out non-cohesive, non-connected movies for the last four years. I don't think this one would have made any big of a difference, honestly. They put out Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey is fucking horrible. Market it like Zack Snyder just They marketed it as, well, this is Zack Snyder's thing, blah, blah, blah. This ain't connected to nothing else. You only have to market it like that. Just release it because this is the thing. You're rebooting anyways. So why not release it? That's you're my thing. It. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly. Why the fuck not release it? Why are literally going to re- restart right, the universe thing. after the Flash? So, like, putting it out, it's not going to... So, this is the thing. So, people are factoring in, when you put a movie out distribution, you know how it goes all around the world, actually? You have to actually pay money for that, because, you know, everything costs money. That would have ran the budget up to $100 million. So, they put it on theaters, $100 million budget... I think they would have got about 250. And even that's pretty solid for a Batgirl movie. I guarantee you it would have did Shazam numbers because Shazam did like what? Yeah. 40 million? You think so? 40 no, million? Yeah. Shazam did like 360. Yeah. But it's all, and it all depends on if Batgirl's not well received, but they make profit, it's still a win for the studio. You well, make your money I, back. They said that in total by not doing anything that they were planning on doing with it, it for like mm. limited theater release or just having it on streaming service they only saved like 15 to 20 million total they said like yeah so sean actually brought up a good point they actually made less money 
shelving it than just putting it out potentially. If let's say let's just say let's just say lowest. Let's let's just say lowest. Lowest they make two fifty. That still would have been more money than you put in. You still get a little bit of profit there, a little, little bit of break even, a little bit of profit there. You know, you still get yeah. that's more money. Than, <clears throat> they guys, factor in. They literally lost money shelving it than just putting it out. They literally lost money doing that. If they tell you they made money, they're capping out their ass. They're literally capping out their asses. I, <laughs> that's uh, literally a I, lie. I I, 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 under, I, under, I understand what they they want to reboot, but that was just a dumb decision entirely. You just lost money. That's, that was a stupid. And Andrea, I, I I understand, and I didn't agree with the Batgirl film existing to begin with. I was like, Batgirl without an established. Bat I understand. I do understand that point, and I agree with you there. The problem here is if you lost money shelving it, why not just put out? You might as well just take a chance. At that point, just take a chance. You might as well. No, no, but and, and, and this thing too, you're not uh, taking a chance is like birds of prey. Taking a chance with Batgirl is not really taking a chance. It's literally tied to Batman. They took a chance with fucking Joker. And to all of our surprise, to all of our surprise, what happened with that movie? Made over a billion dollars. It was a yeah, it was what? an underdog story. I mean, even it, Aquaman it fucking shocked us. We was like, what the fuck? Joker made this much money. Shazam! Shazam made more profit than Man of Steel did with how smaller its budget was. Shazam! No, it did. Of all characters, you know. So, so, so I, I personally think. And this this is the thing, like not putting it out, it definitely is gonna sour a lot of people's taste on you know mm -hmm. them right now. Yeah, because the thing is what the, the 70 the 70 million they originally put in, they lost it. They didn't even get it back. They only got back 20 million of it. They only got back that 90 that ballooned. They yeah, they, yeah. The actors got paid, Andrea, but the budget of the movie is they, they save <laughs> they say they saved that amount, but they only saved what 15 20 million saved. Remember, guys, saved when they mm -hmm. put in 90 million. How do you save 90 million? Plus you <laughs> they reported some dog shit numbers, people just ate up. First of all, the film's budget is 90 million. So if you write it as a tax off and you save 15 to 20 million, where's the other 70 million you lost? Yeah, that's a, I, that's, uh, that's a huge I, Lost exactly what you put into it. <laughs> I hate to interject, but sorry, I think sorry. me, I think me and Cherokee are gonna jump out. Oh, okay. What? You look shocked. Uh, well, what the fuck <laughs> is that look, MSK? Yeah, I was looking at him. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is he Did looking you just at me like? Me for your girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. I too. <laughs> I look at her. Look at her. I'm too short. They can't see me. I can. I know. I, I know you're short. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm gonna edit some videos. She, oh, you're fine, dude. I was just with you. And, I, I know you were. <laughs> but uh, you know, hopefully next time we'll be. I'll be a little more prepared for this. Prepared? Wait, no, you. They steal you from me. Wait, what? Say it again. From all the times they steal you from me. They're my friends. There's a difference. <laughs> and black people do steal. I mean, she got a point. There. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying that. I mean, he he did it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. Something popped into my head. Oh, I no. was like, I was like, I was like, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> just gonna, just gonna hold it. Know. No, you don't. <laughs> All right, we're gonna jump out. So uh, we'll see you guys see you next, next time. Dude. See you, see you dude. See you, Cherokee. See you guys. So uh, that, so that's my thing. Is I don't know. It's I'll have a lot where... to say about fucking Batgirl. Yeah, yeah. Or we're, we're gonna save it for Tuesday because I I got to do some stuff after this. Well, we'll go for no, another. It's we'll just like, like another 
little bit. But... It, it, it's like, here's the thing. Half, uh, I've been arguing with people on Twitter and like DMs and shit. It's like, okay, it's like 95% of their points. It, it's like they're missing my the, every fucking point I'm bringing up. And, and then the 5%, it's like they're making no sense. It is a double-edged sword, and I, I can understand where a lot of people are coming from. Because if you put the film out, and, and it is bad. Let, 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 let's just say for argument's sake, it is bad. And it damages her career, right? But then again, so many actors have, have had bad movies come out in their career, and they've gotten work. So would it have been that bad, actually? No, it, it's, it wouldn't have damaged it wasn't, her It wasn't going to damage anything that was already damaged. This is the thing. This shit's already fucking Because if, people, mm-hmm. if people's people narrative... People already don't have faith in DC as it is. What else yeah, yeah. So if people's, if people's narrative is DC's been bad, then putting this out isn't going to... I mean, Sony, for God's sakes, put out Morbius... Well, they, no, it, they have wouldn't, no it wouldn't have MSK unless it's on like fucking skills level. It would have just elevated it no, because no. it's been yeah, in yeah. a DC film. And here's the thing, well, again, a lot of people on Twitter keep bringing up, oh, look at this script from the screenshots. Oh, look at these tests screening of reception. It's all negative. It's like, yes, you fucking idiots. We already knew that like six months ago when they reported on it. All right. But the point is, is that the fucking is that there's no again as we brought up previously there's no point <laughs> there's almost no reason to just shelve it instead of release it because you're making like right. no profit from just canceling it but secondly mm-hmm. the positive they did get positive reception from one thing and that was the actors so no it would have boost their careers especially leslie grace who held off of her second role ever held off of other stuff to focus on this she got positive reception, so she could have continued playing that character instead of her mm-hmm. role as Batgirl now being in jeopardy. Right, right? and right. it definitely would have helped boost her acting career. Mm-hmm. Like this is what people don't get about that part, and, and it's uh, right. And it's like this has nothing to do with the film's quality, uh, right? With it being released or not, it's just the fact that it makes more sense in our eyes, at least. To uh, again, you can make up good arguments to not release it. That's fine. It's just, but I mean, I mean. The people I'm arguing are making no sense. No, no, it, it's just I and I can understand David Zaz's last point too. If you if they truly didn't feel like it was up to their standards, then then yeah, you get that right to it. I mean, sure, it's your fucking product. You can do whatever you want with your own product. Yeah, that's fine it's, it's, there, but that's the thing. So listen, this, this thing, if they don't feel like it's if he doesn't feel like it's good enough for us to see, then I don't know. That's the problem is someone else is making a decision about what is good though. You know, but if he's right and it's shit, we would have just said, you know, why'd you put it out to begin with? That's what have been our argument. If, if it comes out that's good, we praise it. But if it comes out and it's shit, you would have just said, no, I, I would never say that anyway. Uh, I, I think any, other, even, other even if a film, said. even any any film that shit, I'd rather at least exist, see like the years of work and, and stuff that people put in and at least have there instead no, of no, just and, it, and I agree with that. Too. Away. Dude, look at it like this, right? I fucking hate Thor 4. But I'm not finna. I, I even though I joke about it. I don't want Taika Waititi's movie to get canceled while he's filming it. That shit is fucked up. Yeah, it's like yeah. the lost media as community. Was, as bad as Thor four movie, Thor four was the movie's fucking trash. Do I want Taika yes. Waititi to to have all his work months of it mm-hmm. canceled? No, I'm not that. I'm not that evil. But the I mean, thing is, like, and I and I agree with like, every, everybody. I, I don't think there's a really a right or wrong answer with how people have been like kind of talking about this film. Is there's, there's a lot that goes into it because you factor in if you have something right, and if you truly don't feel like it's the best thing you want to put out to really reflect on what you're trying to build, then yeah, don't put it out. But then you factor in there's a back end of that. 
context, which is you wasted a lot of people's time yes. when they could have been doing anything else. They probably have. Let's we know J.K. Simmons has roles lined up he can take. This is J.K. Simmons we're talking we about. We don't know what Michael mm-hmm. Keaton, Brendan Fraser, and all these people had lined up, but these people could have been doing other things. Yeah, they had seven months in their career. Yeah, again, away. Leslie Grace held off other roles to do this uh, for the time being. Right. Uh, also, again, this is like the best example is the lost media community who keep finding lost media. The majority of that stuff is pretty fucking terrible, but it's good to still at least have it out there exist, not, you know, be lost to time. You know, same thing with Batgirl. And when it's basically finished, again, they would have saved like, I guess just no point with the amount of money they saved from just not releasing it. It's just they should have just released it and just say it's not connected to anything, just its own like a CW type thing. And then you know we'll think about like if the if the actors got positive reception, think about bringing them back in the future, like a daredevil type thing. Would have just been simple, you know, just to do that in my eyes. But yeah, that that's why that's why I do. I said um, when before Justice League, right? Laughter and shit. I was all the uh, always of the mind that you should just release whatever fucking version Zach had the two hour cut, mm-hmm. whatever they wanted to release. You know, just release it, and if you want to quit, quit after that, then keep it pushing. Go ahead and do that. Just yeah. Why is why would you reshoot a fucking movie you already got? Just put the yeah. shit out. Yeah. And then if you want a hard reboot and start over after mm-hmm. this shit, then fucking do it. The, the only but thing just put out what you got. And, mm-hmm. and that's why when they reshot the movie, they lost money. The only All thing that, just the only thing I didn't agree on with people was that they're like, well, why did they cancel Batgirl, but they didn't cancel the Flash? Well, how about we actually put them? It, it, yeah, the, the size is a, it's like the yeah. Suicide Squad yeah. twenty sixteen, which that's the one thing I'll agree. And it's also on both sides of that that are fucking like stupid. Because this like, is the thing, but guys, the reason the Flash is literally by their own words pivotal to how their mm-hmm. universe is going to function. Batgirl is not pivotal. Yeah, like it's like the Flash. as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like people are like, well, Ezra Miller, this white guy who's been beating people, did his movie, but the race well, no, 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 color no. doesn't. Right, it's like, let, that's not, that's let, not the narrative, let, guys. You guys are tripping. <laughs> not the same. Let, let's get in David Zaza's mind. It's because the movie is two hundred million. Let's get in his mind. He's and it was designed about- for theatrical release. Remember, guys, Batgirl yeah. was not designed for that. It was supposed to go to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. They were considering a theatrical release, actually. Yeah, let's let's think about David and Zay. David Zazov said he's thinking money, putting out look, sacrificing Batgirl is fucked up, but not putting out Flash is even stupider. That's just because that's two hundred million. <laughs> it's bad enough you lost ninety million, yeah, and you already put all your money into it. It's, Jesus Christ, might as well put the shit out. Yeah, it, it, it'll probably do out worse, like three fifty, four hundred million. That's like at the lowest in theaters possible. And we're talking about like the Flash is the character they and by test screenings, even from the Warner Brothers executives that they put out the interviews for like Variety and all these other big media outlets, they said they like the film. They think it's actually good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. people understand yeah. that it's a bit different with Batgirl. Batgirl is designed to go to HBO Max. They were considering a theatrical release pending on the test screenings. They didn't go as well as people have been saying, so that's why they canned it. You know, but the Flash, good test screenings. The, the studio actually likes it. That's the, funny, that's the funny Twitter thing. Twitter budget, you know, it's bro, that's a little funny, different. Bro, that's the funny thing, but it doesn't make no fucking sense to me. Literally, Black Adam and Shazam 2 tested the same as fucking... <laughs> and, and this motherfucker's like, oh, it's not a quality. What the fuck? 
Then what does that say about Shazam 2 or Black Adam? Then? Like that, the, the only one that tested highly positive was Flash. I'm not saying these test screenings mean shit. Because when Captain Marvel came out, dumb yeah, and I, and, and I think I talked to you guys about this too. I think people put a lot of weight into these test screenings way too much. You know, yes. like literally, they test screened Aquaman two with Michael Keaton in the Batman role, and they list themselves. No, no, no. If we want to make Michael Keaton our Batman for our DC universe, we probably should have Ben Affleck first because that's the Batman they're already attached to. Yes, Warner. There's a reason why these guys got taken over. They're actually stupid. <laughs> they're actually dumb. Thank God David Zazam is here. Like, right. I didn't agree with him with Bad Girl yeah. holistically, but he is, he's got I mean, a point I mean, there. David Zazam is not that smart either. Let's make that clear. Yeah, like, well, yeah, I mean, it's 50 50 with him. But again, Suicide Squad like 26, yeah, I want to bring that up because that's the biggest thing people have been bringing up on, online. That's the biggest narrative, too. Thank you, yes. Jared. Josh Whedon, the, the previous guy before uh, David Zaz left. Josh Whedon and the team pleaded with Kevin Sujihara to give them more time to work on the Justice League film. They didn't give him the time because those stupid executives, those trash idiots, I'm thank God they got taken over because they're so dumb. They mm -hmm. wanted their Christmas bonuses before AT&T took them over. So people keep railing Josh Whedon when he, this guy literally asked for more time on the yeah, movie. His, his there's film no way was to get butchered. I think about like maybe 10% of that was his true vision at best. Like, his film was busted, but again, the Suicide Squad thing, listen, people are using it as a point online, the biggest thing, more than The Flash, saying, like, but that film was so terrible, and they still released it. Again, it, it, now they're being stupid on both sides. And I'm, okay, for the one side, listen, it was different leadership, so who's to say they wouldn't have it, they saw the quality of that, or the thought, you know, they could have, or if they thought they could have actually saved money instead. But also, again, just like The Flash shows a bigger budget film, with a big cast of well-known A-list actors. Now, using it as a point for canceling it is also stupid because the budget and such that film would have got uh, is far more logical reasons, again, to cancel it far into production with how much they could have saved in comparison to the crumbs they saved with backgrounds. It makes no sense, that point on, on all sides that, that they bring up for fucking Suicide Squad 2016 and, and trying to compare it to Batgirl. Like, like the thing stupid. here, dude, is I know people rail on Josh Whedon for stuff that he, he may have did because we, we weren't there, right? But if the guy is pleading with the president of the company, hey, I need more time to make this the best I can. But the dude is like, I got to get my Christmas bonus. Thank God these people were taking over. I know David Zaslav, I think he'll he'll do a much better job than what that guy was doing. Yeah, I know he made a bad decision right now yeah. with Batgirl, pretty much. But he he he's he's been doing a lot of things to course correct, which I can respect. Though yeah, I mean, you know what negative you know? it does also provide with it. I mean, again, it doesn't matter what you want to say. Like, oh, it got it. It, it was poorly received. It's a very small film with mm -hmm. like not a list actors. It doesn't matter what you want to say in the, in defense to it. That canceling it, that that canceling that that close to the finish line. It's still a bad look to like the public, the filmmakers, right, right. people also, who are thinking of actor or making movies for them. Yes, I, 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 I want to talk about that point because remember, Jason Kalar already made the talent mad with what he did. Because people are factoring, why, why why were the talent mad? Okay, so when Warner Brothers did their day and date release date last year, do you know what Jason Kalar did before announcing that? He didn't tell the directors or people involved, mm -hmm. which is exactly what David Zaslav's team didn't do. David Zaslav's team didn't tell Walter Mata, the president of the DC Films, they're going to do that. David Zaslav, you have to tell the people who are in charge what you're doing. You can do your decision. That's, that's you have to let them do. know. That's why I can't even respect David Zaslav's decision on it. He didn't even tell these motherfuckers he canceled their shit before 
They canceled it. Yeah, yeah. That is horrible. That is the bad girl director's brother is sitting there about to get married at the altar, and he's gonna get text saying his movie's canceled. How's he gonna feel about that? Bro, hey, dude, no, it it happened right when he kissed his girl. You know, his girl everybody cheered. Everybody's going like, "Yeah, marriage." It's a message. Jesus, I'm watching this behind this bitch like (laughs) a dresser fell on her. (laughs) Bro, 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 he's reading the text while everybody's sharing shit. Like, and David Zazza's like, "Bitch, your movie gone. Fuck you." What? Bro, that's why I can't even respect the decision. It's like, I, like I, and it's, 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 outside it's, of that decision, I can understand what he's saying. It's inhumane. They, they want to put out quality shit. Everyone's been asking DT to do that. I hope he does that. And he said, we're not going to just make a film for a quarter, which is taking a shot at the old regime for putting out Justice League because they wanted to put the film out as bad as they can to make right, any right. money. And I I get what he's doing. He's course directing. I get it. But David Zazza. If the film is already in post-production, pretty much almost done, just put it out. It, yeah, and, you don't and, even have to do the reshoots. The just... Everyone knows it's the old regime. They're going to have the Flash reboot the universe anyways. It's not going to yeah. matter. She'll literally yeah. just be erased. Yes, you know? and again, they're like, they need to do some reshoot. Yeah, again, uh, that wouldn't be, that would barely cost much. But even you don't have to do it. Just like release what you have. Just You don't even have to do the reshoots. Thank you. Release what you got. Keep it pushing. Move on. You're rebooting anyways. It's, it's... Or at worst, put it as, because they like making money, Put it on DVD. Make it a straight to DVD. Yes, DVD and streaming service. You don't have to do any. The, the you don't have to do much advertising costs. It would have made its yeah. money back. Do what it, they do for the D, the DC animated movies. They put those on home video. I guess just having well the D, just having the DC logo and the bat thing, name brand is enough to make its money Literally, back. Michael Keaton and J.K. Simmons would have sold that movie on on Blu-ray. Yeah, and again, DC. people are like, it wouldn't have made like ninety million. So- uh, okay, it could well, first of all, you uh, wouldn't know that because that's a what if yes, scenario. But secondly, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the fifteen mm-hmm. to twenty million that it saved. I mean, that's yeah, just, that's just people downplaying the Batman brand. And people, like, yeah, yeah. If the if a, if a Joker film just barely having Joker in the movie can get a billion dollars, Barbara Gordon can at least get me three hundred million dollars at least. Come on, that's that's really downplaying Barbara. Everyone knows Batgirl. Batgirl's not some like Tom Dick and Harry fucker character on the street. This is Barbara Gordon. We're talking here. Everyone knows Barbara Gordon, you know. And people and love the Batman brand. It's the Bat name brand still, and the DC logo. That's enough. Imagine seeing a Batgirl trailer with Michael Keaton in it. That would have got people there. You see my Michael Keaton in? That's gonna get all those people that love nostalgia. They're there. Opening Thursday night. They're there. The film yeah, might have had a bit. I remember the first Flash mm-hmm. user came out. People was raving about seeing Batman's cow, Keaton Batman's cow. They was like, "Oh my god, Batman!" Dude, literally, a Batman that's not even in the DC. People knew this new Batman film was gonna be like kind of like the Joker film. That film still made seven hundred and sixty million dollars in the box office. Oh, sorry, sorry, seven seventy. Made more than the first. Uh, made more than Suicide Squad, Man of Steel. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like Suicide Squad twenty sixteen and Man of Steel. It's like, uh, that's the like, like the Batgirl decision. I wasn't a huge fan of, but everything else he's doing, I'm I'm, I'm cool with. I, I think yeah, I'm on board for the other stuff. Just don't respect yeah. dude as much, but I'm on. Yeah, you know, because I I know he brought up, you know, he said a point that I really agreed with. Or two points, two points, and we'll, and we'll have a bigger discussion on, on this on Tuesday. Just want to give you guys a little tidbit of it. He said something I really agreed with. He said there's no point in having a bunch of content out there if it isn't resonating with people. 
I, I think he was taking a shot at Netflix. It's like, you know, Netflix has a ton of content on there, but none of that shit really resonates with people. People don't really talk about that shit too much, you know? And I do agree with that. You can have as much content as you want on your streaming platforms, theater content, on your cable channels, but if people don't really care about it, then what's the real point of it? And if it's not making you any money, you might as well just not put it out. Then he also brought up um, another thing I, I, I agreed with, which was, well, I forgot, it was the thing about, oh, the 45-day release window. There's no point in taking a film to do, to do that 45-day release window thing if it's still making money. The Batman was still making money in theaters, and they put it on the HBO Max. Streaming services should have their own IPs you want to describe to their, to their service for. Not bank on the theater movies. And yes, the theater movies is the company's property that goes to the streaming right, service. Right. True. But a streaming service should have its own shit you want to be there. Like that... Like Netflix, you know how they have Stranger Things? That should make you want to go to Netflix themselves. So if Netflix had theaters and they had their own movies, you would want to go to support the theaters. If they had theaters, to support their movies. But the streaming service, you go like, okay, I want a Stranger Things here. Streaming services basically shouldn't be like movie dumps for theatrical films. Streaming services need their own shit to thrive, you know? And that's mm -hmm. what I agree with him. Like, they sh there's no point in cutting Top Gun Maverick. So what if Paramount did this? What if Paramount cut Top Gun Maverick 45 days in, right? That would have been suicide. stupid. That would have been so Tom Cruise is like, you're not doing that to my movie. Yeah, well, what I don't get about these streaming services is they, okay, they make like a certain amount per year. And then they're like, okay, so we're going to, uh, we're, we're going to go past that amount to keep making higher budget or more films. And then, you know, we'll mm -hmm. get more. So it's like, did these idiots not realize there was like a certain ceiling with like the subscriber subscription count? Like, why would they do that? Just have a certain limit. Like, yeah. That would have fixed the whole thing. Like if they make like, like, like how much per month did, did Netflix make or per year? Um, you know, there were the reported revenue was something like in the like two three billion after everything's uh, paid for. They they two, take three a lot billion of per month. Okay, like so it might be less now because they've been losing a lot of subscribers. So it, it, yeah, but it's like why? Okay, so it's like why did they just go over that like but uh, amount of, of all the films and stuff and shows they made? Like, mm -hmm. why, why would they go over that amount? Did they really think they would get, uh, uh, like, like even if there were more subscri subscribers to get it, again, it, it, not much. It was so obvious it was reaching yeah, its limit. Yeah, I agree with your point. Your point is basically like studios trying to use their big theater films to try and boost the sub numbers of their streaming service. When in reality, a streaming service should just boost the numbers itself by its own content. That's why you subscribe to a streaming service for its own exclusive stuff. Yes, not, but not it has, the same stuff you has no room in a theater. for growth, Jaded. Jesus. It's just, I mean, again, I guess they just didn't know like the limit for these services. I mean, hopefully now they do because I mean, it could have easily been fixed. Just know their limit and just stick to a certain and, and, budget. And per month. That's my thing with David is that the bad girl decision, I wasn't, I'm, a, I'm 50 50 on everything else. He's he was spot on. Like, I, I agree with mm -hmm. him. Like, I think it's plenty of yeah, everything fine. else so far. Yeah, everything else is spot on. Yeah, like yeah. services, they need their own shit. Like, you shouldn't go to the idea of HBO Max just to get Godzilla versus Cog. You should go to HBO Max. Because of something unique to it itself. Because after you watch that movie enough, then why are you really there? You know? Because I got the idea of day and date release date. You do bat let's say Batman, for example. You get the people who want to go watch Batman instantly. So people like Brock, uh, people like me, Sean, we're gonna watch it instantly. But then you have the idea of, oh, if you want to just wait for it, it'll be on the service. The problem that Jason Carr didn't understand is if you give people the easy way out, they will take the easy way out. If you know it's gonna be there in 45 days, you could just sit there and wait. People will do that. 
that's the problem with it. I, I understood the idea behind it. You have the options because nowadays it's all about options. But giving too many options is also not going to give you too much money in. But that's my thing. Brock, I know we talked a lot here. You have to say, you have the floor, man. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Hmm? If you want to say anything about uh the what we, we, we've been talking about, actually. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to unpack with the how, Warner how Brothers. How did you feel about the whole bad girl thing when it, when it was announced it was shelved? I thought that was totally ridiculous considering the movie was on its way to completion and just can the whole thing really messed up considering there was a lot of potential uh, just out there with the cast and the direction and just it, it, it felt like it didn't make any sense to drop a movie that's if the movie was like you know still in pre-production they like and start shooting i could kind of get that but this just seems like a really weird thing and it's something that the internet's not going to let go of for a very very long time so that's going to mm-hmm. work against them for a lot but i don't know we'll see how everything plays out and also pure factor in the wonder twins film david zaza was like i don't want that Instantly cut it off. Now I, I guess the one of twin social situation is different because that never actually went into production at all. That was then or not he never got filming. That's what he should do. If he truly I feels mean, like something is not quality, he needs to just instantly kill it. Don't let it go too I, I far. Mean, when it comes to stuff like Wonder Twins, I think it, they need to pull like a Miss Marvel Marvel route, just combine certain characters like that into like one uh, like show, I would say. Like combine like four more uh unknown characters like that in one live action show on and i mean one of us put out a statement that they, they said the movie's cancellation wasn't a reflection on leslie grace's performance but th- it's not about what <sighs> people aren't going to see it that way people see that movie canceled and go go woke go broke it got canceled it's trash she's trash that's how yeah. the average re- uh, and, and, and again the if they released the film think. again if they released the film that was basically f- finished they that that they wouldn't have made um, that they would have made you know the 15 to 20 million on at least and it's at least exists you know people's hard work and they saw the performance and it, uh, yeah the film probably bad but at least saw the performance it was like oh yeah good like like the reception during the test screen and said then yeah, that would have been that would have also helped her and probably would have kept maybe kept the Batgirl role. But now uh, it's up in jeopardy, like whether she has it anymore or not. Just gonna or she's just like done now with it because she deleted that like Instagram post and everything. Like this is bad for all sides, kind of for that. Yeah, like, and then people saying, Oh, well, the test readings went poor, so that means it's bad. It's like, well, you never actually watched the film, so you couldn't have put your own opinion on it. And that's the problem with people, is that they don't have opinions for themselves. So because someone else said the movie was bad, that's the reason why you think it's bad. That that goes to show you you're that's a sheep. The internet. I don't I was like, I don't want you around me. I all those people that said that shit, I went block or sorry, not block, mute, mute. I was like, I need to take these sheep out. That sheep I want gone. That because if you can't think yeah, well, yourself, well, then well, why listen. are you a person at that point? You know, well, well like, th- those people, yes, but I'm gonna say make an abs- uh, you need to make like educated assumptions sometimes and to say you know, they give it the benefit doubt, like, even if this is the case, so then, you know, you still have the point there. And I mean, like, when it comes to the test screen and audiences, they're usually very generous with that stuff. You're just like the early, it's you know, very so much on test screening audiences against this too, dude. Yeah, I mean, so, sort of, but I mean, they're, they're usually pretty generous. So like, but I mean, if a film's like bad, then they'll, 
definitely tell you it's bad. So if they say it's if it's negative, then that's a bad sign. But still, you know, it's just like PFF factor in. I I know I didn't really ask for this film. There's a lot of films nobody really asked for. That's 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 a lot of films actually. A lot of unnecessary sequels. But the thing here is, you know, sometimes it turn out good. Sometimes it turn out bad. I mean, yeah, a PFF factor. There's people that put in work to do this. Yes, they got paid, but that doesn't really matter when their movie didn't get shown. So they got money. Sure, that's great. But what you actually wanted to show people just didn't come out. Is that, is that really a win? Yes. I don't really see it as a win, honestly. Uh, I don't know. Uh, again, don't there know. was like no, there was no fucking net game from just the fifteen twenty million dollars over what they would have made if they just released what they had without the reshoots it's just baffling to me again they can just separate it from the rest of it like a anim like dc animated film like a different take on something that some guy did you know like those <laughs> animated films or just a cw thing like it's just whatever uh free feed content jesus feed fuck. Feed <laughs> like again i get what uh, i get what andre i get all the all saying, saying in chat. i get that but i mean that's not yeah. really what we're same with why they should have still released it. Like we agree with the points we're making. It's just we think it still should have been released because of other reasons. What we're saying, but yeah, but, I yeah. Mean, it... there, there, it's not really a right or wrong answer because there's so many different angles to tackle. But get people factor. There's people behind the movie that worked on it that want people to see what they've worked on. You got to look yeah. at it from an aspect of not just the film and the idea itself. The people behind yeah. it putting in hard work every day to get this done, as well as going through. COVID mm -hmm. delays that they didn't ask for. They're just doing a job. You know? I mean, I'm just going to say one thing. If uh, if I, like, bring up, if I ask uh, uh, why they think it, no, if, like, I, God, like, there's, this, I remember there was this, a few people I, like, asked in DMs why they think, uh, mm -hmm. it, why they agree if it just getting canceled all right. And, and one of their big points was, uh, you know, it's just a film to check off all the boxes, you know, all the check marks or a fucking race swap. Yeah, I, I just, if you're, you, you no, lose all credibility. I don't like right that there. race swap. I don't like that race swap shit either. But it's the thing nowadays. I mean, if you're still bringing that up as a point, then I'm just not going to listen to what else the, you have to like, say. I don't like race swap care. I don't like that. I told people, I don't like that. But they're going to do it anyway. So you got to just kind of just go with it. Mm -hmm. like, what, what are you going to do? I don't like it, but they're going to do it anyway. You know? And, and this is the thing, though. People like Michael Clark Duncan. He's really black. He played Kingpin. A lot of people like that. So there's chances that the race swap characters could do a good job acting wise and impress you. Who knows? You never know. But we'll never get to know. Because they made the decision for us. That's the thing. You know? But then again, yeah. that is going to wrap it up tonight, guys. We had a great discussion toward the back end of the, you know, we had the <laughs> full review and we got a chance to nail those Batgirl narratives. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. All right. Uh, Brock, this man probably has to get out of here soon. Oh my, oh my God. Fucking Sonic. Thank you. Thank you, man. <laughs> thank you, Sonic, for the donation. Thank you for the donation, man. Thank you. Thank you. My manga you guys saw is at 3,376 views but 50 likes, 121 dislikes. The first song you reviewed is at 16K views, but 250 likes, 467 dislikes would be at would be 30K views if I wasn't turning it for a bit. How bad is that ratio? I mean, listen, the, with YouTube, people are like really harsh. They're assholes. But I mean, uh, with, 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 listen, dislikes are like removed anyway. Like, yet you'll see them in like your own studio thing. But like, yeah. 
they, they don't have any negative impact on your like videos anymore. It, it actually just helps your videos get more seen, honestly, more interactions. But I mean, if damn, I uh, that, that's weird. I that's don't understand weird. why it would get that much hate. Hmm. You could look at it as several things. Go through some of the comments and see if you have actual criticism. That would be something you could do. Or just take it as... Or if hey, you just have, like, philosophical pickle-type comments, you know? Oh, good. Those those are those are ridiculous. Or you simply go, you know what? You know, look, look at it as a way to improve. You know? Sometimes people dislike for many reasons, but don't take all of it to heart. You know? I, I think what you got is good, but look on things to improve. You know? And if it's the way you promote, you know, sometimes... Just do subtle promotion. You don't have to promote too much. Like over promoting can get a little, get people, get people a little antsy. You know, just a little promotion. Yeah, well, I mean, I think promotion. Uh, the, how did you like promote exactly? I think he said he constantly did it up to like Facebook or some shit, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. That I know you want to like get your work out there, but I mean, outside of like just again, just like make one Facebook, one social media post on like each site about uh, yeah. about like each thing you drop. Uh, that's I wouldn't like constantly do it or like reply to other things doing it or like in YouTube comments like that. That will piss off a lot of people. Also, I would say disable that dislike. Uh, if, if you can actually see dislikes, because Sean got me the thing to do it, I would just disable that. If it's not, because that's not something you need to really see though. It, it's not going to be super beneficial for you unless you're through seeing YouTube like actual comments. Yeah, do, do not yeah. ever that. You never promote through YouTube comments. That's nothing but. That yeah, would just do not nothing like but piss mm -hmm. people off. That's there's the answer. I I, I would just I honestly do. I would honestly just re-upload all those videos, delete the ones, and just re-upload them, and just not do that anymore. Delete all your promotion comments. Yeah, uh, to to be fair, if a lot of people saw the video, that's also still a win too. Just look at it through a a learning curve. It's like okay, if mm -hmm. I'm doing too much promotion. Then if that's getting on people's nerves, then I gotta kind of scale that back. Remember, you don't want to get on people's nerves on that end. You know, if you already have enough people seeing it, take that and go like, how do I improve it? Just um, what's the best? Ex There's a saying for this. I I forget it. You know, subtleness is your best friend, kind of thing. <laughs> I think that's the saying. <laughs> I think that's the saying. You know, just being take it easy, not too much promotion. I had the same problem too when I first started. Too much promotion, like every 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 group. Just a little bit. Take it s slow. Slow and steady wins the race. But yes, Mr. Brock, uh, any plans or it's not, not plans for your channel? Um, any upcoming videos on your channel you want to talk about before we head out of here? Actually, guys. Uh, probably the most up and coming thing is if I do a Blu-ray review of Sonic Two comes out on Tuesday, so mm -hmm. look out for that. Uh, everything else is a, a surprise. <laughs> A surprise! Dang it! Dang it! I know you like Stranger Things. You Stranger Things surf actually. Did you oh, like season yeah. four? Oh yeah, I love season four. It did give me a lot of subscribers. Uh, you know, you, you take your wins with your losses, I guess. If you got a lot of subs for it, that's also still a win too. You know, Mike says Little Caesars equals copium. Uh, no, Little Caesars is god tier pizza. Mike, stop. Little it. Caesars is literally in the trash. What is wrong with them, you guys? All right, we're gonna head out of here tonight. It's nice to have you know the Brock. Upside, man. That's the I'm sorry. I, we probably like talked way too much, and like when you wanted to, I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good. But you know, man, great to have you on. If you want to be on next week, more than welcome to be on next week. I don't know what the topic's going to be. Probably, probably us going over why Gambit is the best X Men. Yeah, well, there are only like two Mike. topics this time, so yeah, there'll be a lot more. 
Yeah, uh, you know what's crazy? We'll do a show where it's like, why Gambit is the best X-Men character? Just to piss off Mike <laughs> when he <laughs> sees the thing. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, and then be, and then Mike will join, and then uh, Paul will join, and then Jaded will join, and then it will get it, it will somehow lead to like segregation or something. Somehow it'll lead to like why Black Panther is a racist and thief, and it's like, oh wow, how we even got here, you know? Or or, or it's like a, a, it will come down to like a debate on like which clan member is the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Andrea's right. Just <laughs> take take shit. little take little cues from e everything. Don't take things as this is something I did back in the day. Don't take everything as like an absolute. Oh, it's like this is kind of what it's like. Take everything with a grain of salt to a certain extent of like, okay, this happened. How can I fix it for next time? I wanted to get my average view duration of for videos up to 10 minutes. It was like three minutes. Then it went to five. I was like, okay, I got to improve on just little things. You know, simple stuff. But I know you, man, Sonic, going to learn your way. It was a great stream, actually. We had a great stream. Uh, in the background discussion. Whew, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of spicy stuff. God, Warner Brothers and always yeah. Like honestly, decisions. I don't think you really like need to do that like YouTube comment like uh, that low like quality I actually promotion thing anyway. Because I look at like I'm looking at mm -hmm. your channel, I'm looking at like other uploads, and you did have done pretty well and like a, a lot of positive feedback. Like I know the one on at the front of your channel, it has like 16k views. Unless the dislike thing is broken oh. for me, it says like one thousand likes, only oh, twenty four dislikes. My last point to bring up, Sonny, before we head out, is um, well, because you gained a lot of subscribers, you said through doing that. But if you're getting a mixture of bad balance with it, you gotta you gotta kind of factor in: is it worth it? Also, are the subscribers you're gaining through that people you really want to have? You know, these things you have to ask yourself if you're promoting to people. You know, if you people enjoy your stuff, that's great. That's awesome. You gotta kind of factor: is it worth it though? If it's bringing you more negative than good, you, you gotta probably maybe tone it down a little bit. You know, I imagine not every single person is going there and disliking. Remember, remember, Son, and I know you're a little bit young. People in YouTube comments are bad faith actors and trolls. You know, newsflash. That's just came with you, buddy. Yeah, there's some bad faith actors out there that will say they'll like your stuff, but then you'll never see them. This guy said he was gonna come on my channel years ago. I never talked to this guy once actually. He just randomly found me, just like my dad. <laughs> All right, guys. Mm -hmm. See you later. Check out Mr. Uh, Brock Upside's YouTube channel. Awesome guy. Nice to have him on. You know, that's to, and that's yeah, to talk thanks to you, buddy. Me. Any problem? Did you enjoy your time here for the first time? Yeah, definitely. It was it's always fun to collab with new people, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, that's the big thing, Belm. Yeah. Promoting on Twitter, uh, unless you do it annoyingly and, like, on random, like, uh, tweets and threads, if you just do it on your own profile, like, that that's fine, but just doing it in like utter in comment sections of videos that will piss people off. But all right, guys, see you guys later on tonight. I'll have a leak stream, and then tomorrow we'll have a cookies and cream podcast. Actually, but yes, I have videos. I've got I've coming out for you guys. There's a big banger one I got ready. Oh my god, this one is I've been putting together for a bit. I, hey, me MSK doing video editing? Yeah, yeah, I can I can edit videos. I can also make really good videos too, but. Sonnen, this was my thing too. Um, I got a little lazy with it too. I and I know I did. And I, I, I've been to people. At a certain point, I got super comfortable and I got super lazy. But I still put out videos. I just got lazy with how to promote more. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have. I don't know if you guys ever had that in your life where like you got super content with something you just didn't really try to push it further. You can always push your boundaries and scale back and then change up those boundaries too. I don't know if you guys ever had that, but that's just me personally. Yeah. You know. All right, guys. See you guys later on tonight or tomorrow, depending on when I see you guys again. Deuces.